Recording. Yawning. Don't forget to clap. Bada bing. God, I heard everybody that time. Wow, I was like, well, hold on. Oh. I heard a very distinct clap. Someone must be back with us. <laughs> Guys, I don't have a poop shovel. Ew. What do you mean, Grim never left? He lost it in the wilderness of Machu Picchu. <laughs> you know what the problem is? When he went to go fling the poo with the poop shovel, the shovel went with it, fell right out of his hands. It's true. I thought he just didn't poop for the whole three weeks. I mean, uh. <laughs> are you sure he didn't? Are you sure he didn't fling it in to like Denver? Because uh, those have been some pretty poo performances the last few weeks. Uh, Ew. No, no, it looks like they buried it inside Lucas Oil. What are you talking about? You got a win in the last three weeks, dude. What? Yeah, yeah. Congrats to Woo. the Colts. Woo. They beat the second worst, third worst. I don't know where they are anymore. <laughs> well, let's figure that out after a quick introduction because this is another episode of the Football Podcast. And as always, I'm one of your hosts, Steven. And joining me is Logan. Ew. Uh, returning from his month-long journey to the South American wilderness, Graham. I'm Tyler. Uh, no, you're not. We actually have uh, the replacement Tyler, uh, fam- famed like Beard, Jebediah Red, Jacob Hornstein. I'm not Tyler. <laughs> you sound great, Ty. Hey, thanks. Uh, I may or may not have overslept forgetting that we were supposed to record uh, today. No. Now that, that sounds like a time move. What do you mean? But the episode released on time. How could you have been late? <laughs> because I was playing Pokemon last night. Mm. What, ah. Okay, we we forget the wisdom from Tolkien that a wizard is never late or early. He got here exactly when he meant to. I well, correct. <laughs> I don't think any of us are wizards. No. <laughs> no, definitely. Well, not. here's the thing. I was on cooldown because Alex found a fifth shiny last night. <gasps> uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, true story. He's amazing. Yeah. What else is amazing? The fact that we. <laughs> It's been a few weeks since we've, since we've talked with all the travel and stuff and holiday and all that, so we're getting back into the swing of things, and I've had a few things happen in the past three weeks. Uh, not going to go through everything specifically, but uh, just figured we can throw stuff out there as we need to. Uh, I mean, going all the way back to Week 10, how about that freaking Vikings-Bills game? Right, Graham? You totally saw that. Uh, Boy, howdy. I, uh, I saw Justin Jefferson's catch. And it was probably the most football I consumed in a month. <laughs> well, <laughs> nice. What's What's amazing is that finally we have a game where someone makes that amazing catch, and that team wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because doesn't what? happen all that often. Well, because like what? I mean, the OBJ one starts it all, but they lost. And then Pickens had a really good one this year, but they still lost that game. Oh, yeah. They didn't lose this game. Nope. Vikings. I thought they were going to. <laughs> They should have. They should have, probably, if the Williams don't fumble it in their own end zone. That is a win for the Williams. Amazing. That, uh, that, I watched that game coming off of, like, 36 continuous hours of awakeness. <laughs> and, uh, that, man, I think that's what doing heroin is like or something. Because that <laughs> game was nuts. Jeez. You know, maybe like that game was so much fun. Maybe like cocaine. I wish I had seen it. <laughs> nah. No. I was no about to say like, why? Why were you up for thirty six hours? I'm like, oh yeah, like because we had already watched that morning game, the first game in Germany. Damn it, Horst. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Graham, I 
I genuinely wish you had been there because we had a, I I finally got to see a Hornstein freak out in person. Mm. <laughs> like, oh my god, dude! There, dude, <laughs> freaking Geno Smith. I Tyler am offended on the Hornstein's behalf. <laughs> now, how does Jacob feel? Uh, Jacob, hold on, let me get him on the phone. Beep, beep. Hey, Jacob, uh, how do you feel about the oh, fuck Geno Smith? <laughs> okay, thanks, Jake. Click beep. Man, it really was a repeat of like twenty. 14 or whatever that year was the first time that Levante David hit Geno Smith when Geno Smith was yep. in bounds and then the refs threw the flag I, oh boy <laughs> well they made up for it because this week week 12 the one that just happened the Devin White did a similar one against uh my favorite quarterback in the league you know currently mm-hmm. and uh same thing penalty flag yeah for a man hit in bounds you'd see it <laughs> Uh, well, congratulations, Ty. I love Ty. to see it, because I'm Ty. Yeah, congratulations, Ty. Yeah, well, You got a solid win out of that. Oh, we did, in fact, win that football game. What a catch by Njoku. <laughs> that catch was amazing. Ah, yes, that one. I mean, it was okay. I mean, I don't Amazing, I don't you know. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Graham keeps saying your beautiful mouth words. Uh, Jacoby Brissett should definitely be the starter. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, keep talking. Ooh, I'm tired. Ooh, <laughs> I'm just bathing in it. Ooh. They actually ran 26 times. Amazing. Ooh, oh, With one person, oh, not oh. in total. <laughs> Graham, this is a this is a family friendly podcast. Ooh, my my fluids no, are going everywhere. Let's ooh. just be honest. It it has not no, been a family. Friendly not even podcast. a little bit. <laughs> like, not with certain people in this group. <laughs> no, no. Ty's always so foul mouthed. Yep. Penis. Another banger by Ty. Like, I love Graham being indignant at the end of the Browns Bucks game. He goes, "Why aren't you just kicking it?" I'm like, "Because, as this weekend has shown us, you put the ball in your best player's hands." Okay, like, yep, go for Absolutely. the win. Like, don't try. Like, don't just hope for it. You know, which freaking Doug Peterson call the season so far, going for two against the Ravens, leading the oh. Jaguars to victory. Love what it. another fourth quarter meltdown by Baltimore. What is with this team? <laughs> like, yeah, you're seven and four. I you're leading your you. division. And like you do that. <laughs> do you know how You'll love to see hype I was for that? Justin Tucker, 67 yarder. I, you and me both. Oh I, my was, God. I was just like, Oh my God. I was literally sitting there. Like, it's not that the Jaguars like made it easy. They just got there. And I'm like, I just had flashbacks to Detroit last year. Yeah. I'm like, oh, don't do it to him. Don't was, do it to him. Just, and I was standing it was on, on target. It was so close. I was sitting yeah. like, oh, no, he did it again. And it fell just short. I'm like, whoo. Here, oh here might be my favorite part about that kick is that at this point, I am jaded to Justin Tucker's greatness. He lines up for a 48-yarder. I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. He's making that kick. It's I'm getting a, yeah. up to grab a snack or get a drink. It takes a record-setting 67-yard field goal attempt for me to think Justin Tucker might miss a kick. <laughs> That's yeah. what it takes. I have not been so hyped since the last time he broke the record for a Justin Tucker kick. Because every time he kicks the ball, I'm like, yeah, that's good. A 67-yarder, I'm like, ooh, maybe he might miss this one. And that's and the funny thing, I think they had it right. If it had been from 66, I think it would have gone in. I don't think so. It landed so. at the back of the end zone. I think it would have been good from, like, 64. Still okay, I, a very long kick. I get, 
I'm thinking 66 probably would have hit the crossbar and like you could have bounced in, but it wouldn't mm, have been clean. I don't think so. Okay. 65, maybe 64, almost definitely, in my mind, from what I saw. I don't know why math. every broadcast doesn't have the th- that one tool that I don't remember which night has, yeah. but it's like the, oh, would have been good from, I would love that, please and thank I think you. I agree. Sunday night fo- I think it's Sunday Night Football that does that. I think you're right. You know what they could be. You know what they need? They need the thing in golf broadcasts where they can, like, trace the path of oh. the golf ball. Yeah. So, like, you film the field in profile and then do that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm all about it. Definitely. 100% behind this. Man, oh my god, you're combining golf broadcasting and football broadcasting now? Hell yeah. Jim Nance is going to be there either way. Jim Nance and Nick Faldo and Tony Romo in the same booth? Ooh, baby. Hey. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, Sir Nick Valdo, who is also retired from broadcasting. Sorry, Sir Nick. Why isn't there a night in American football broadcasting? Seems like a deficit. Uh... (laughs) He's not Sir Tony Romo. No, I think you've got it wrong. That's the only thing that makes a golf broadcast watchable is the fact that there is somebody there who is in like an ordained night. I was just saying, I'm, I'm wondering if like, I mean, maybe not football, but possibly football. I'm sure there's an ordained knight calling these World Cup games, but... Oh, yeah, that probably is. Go go is USA, there... woo, beat Iran, Man. woo. Yeah, the Iran, queen got please. real out of it towards the end there. Jesus. <laughs> she was just knighting everyone. I wonder if you, like, go back throughout the reign of Queen Elizabeth II, God rest her soul. Yeah, rest in peace. What would happen... What was, like, the dumbest knight the queen ever knighted? Like, Were you reason. ever knighted? Hmm. Boom, got him. Well, no, there'd be a good reason for it. I, it would have been like, hey, queen, do you want a big red? And she'd be like, oh, a big red. Oh, Jacob, I'm going to knight you. I'd be like, hey, thanks. This is where Graham reveals that he's actually been a knight this entire time. Oh, we just do you know. No, I'd believe it. <laughs> like, he's just got that, like, wrapped up in his pocket. It's like I would yep, wear actually. a purple robe everywhere. That's how you know <laughs> I'm not knighted. I would. Are you a Supreme Court justice? <laughs> they don't wear purple. Uh, I think a cape is what you're thinking of. Nah, robe. Like a cloak. Mary Berry has been knighted. I don't know. Who is that she is. calling s- soccer games? No, she's making. Then cakes. why are we bringing her up? She's. Like Sir Nick Faldo, we had the segue. I thought this was, you know, a football broadcast, not a Mary Berry baking broadcast. Let's see. Baking, baking. Let's try to get that back onto the thing. Uh, Dude, have you seen Russ Cook? No. I was say, Russ no, doesn't cook. No, Jacob, Jacob, that's the thing. Russ isn't cooking. <gasps> oh. Gasp. Dang. I, wow. I mean, I, the way that I was going to mention it was like, I mean... I was going to try to segue it after we discussed Browns. I was like, man, that was it was just kind of a rough week for the NFC South. Like, you know, Bucks dropping that one. Uh, the commies pulling out against the Falcons. You know. The to, Aints getting blanked. Oh, but you love to see that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, and then you look at the Panthers who, wait, what the fuck? You're telling me that Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. A Sam Darnold-led Panthers beat Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Like I'm so unhappy. Also scored a touchdown. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. How does Sam Darnold like fumble that ball, grab it, and then he just rolled into the end zone? <laughs> that was so funny. Untouched. 
He looked very funny. Well, everyone else was like, this guy looks so dumb. I'm not getting near him. The dumb's going to rub off on me. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm flabbergasted. Like, I thought the Panthers were tanking. I thought they were going to be like, they should be. Well, may, the problem is when the immovable tank goes up against the unstoppable Nathaniel Hackett, <laughs> one of them's so got to lose. He's got to be fired, right, after the season? Like, how is he uh, not if fired he's now? he's not, uh, well, I do think it's not a great idea to fire a head coach midway during the season because, like, even if you replace him with somebody, you're probably just going to replace that person pretty soon anyway. Yeah, I guess. As, yeah, <laughs> Jeff Tuesday would be the Broncos head coach. <laughs> no, we need someone else with a name. We need Wednesday Adams. Ah. Uh. She does like stabbing. Uh, how about Ruby Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> Ruby Tuesday. I like it. Yeah, I just... Hmm, this Broncos this Broncos team is just tragic. Yeah. He's uh, so you know, bad. the offense. Yeah, oh no, sorry. The, yeah, defense the defense is good. The defense is actually good. It's that freaking... It, it is that offense that is just... I, I don't know how you're that bad. The fact that I can't put any fucking points on the board? Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Like, so I think this stat is, like, if the Broncos had scored 18 offensive points, or 18 points in every one of their games, I think they'd be, like, 9-3. and three. Well, I think I heard a stat saying that, like, I think Carson Wentz has more touchdown throws than Russell Wilson, and he hasn't <laughs> been on the field since week six. You'll love to see it. Oh, I drafted that fucking guy. God damn it. Oh. Wait, you drafted rough. Carson? That seems like a risk. No, no, Russ. But you know who else I drafted? Josh Jacobs. Yo, mama. <laughs> mm, ouch. Whoa. That hurt. Ooh. What a that hurt. beautiful man. Oh, that my was a, God. That was a heck of a run. I, I'll give him that. That was that was the run of a man who has had his uh, fifth-year option declined and wants to prove why he should stay there. Yeah. That was, uh, who boy. He ran <laughs> that Seahawks well, he defense. Also, he also went up against one of the worst run defenses in the league in Seattle. Oh, yeah. So it was kind of a recipe for success for him. <laughs> they looked like Swiss cheese. Good Lord. Uh, 33 for 229. Oh. And he, like, I think he had over 300 all-purpose yards. He did. Because, what, he caught, Whoa. yeah, he, he was their leading receiver, too, with 74 yeah. yards. Like, Six for 74. <laughs> good yeah. Lord. He had a he had a hell oh, I guess of a day him and Devontae were tied, but good lord. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, uh that was a great day for him. Oh yeah. It's okay, Seahawks, you're only one game back in the division. I it's pretty amazing. I I mean, who would have who would have thought the Seahawks for real? Would be fighting for the NFC West? Yeah. Not many people. I mean Cardinals I mean, record is just bleh. I, I can't believe the Chargers pulled that off. I'm so happy for them. They actually <laughs> Went for the yeah, win, woo. much like the Jaguars. <laughs> What's your? They cost bo- me a hundred bucks, those son of a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All they had to do was lose. No, we refuse. Uh, the Rams suck. Can't. They could win, Stephen. Uh, thank you. They sure do. <laughs> Excellent segue. How did that stay as America's game of the week? Although, I mean, I will give Fox this: it was either that. It was either Rams Chiefs or Saints 49ers. 
Not good options either way. Yeah. I would have rather had the Ainch Niners on primetime or as the game of the week so that it would be more embarrassing for the Saints. (laughs) I mean, uh, I'm Tyler. (laughs) Yeah, that was... uh... That was not great. The I mean, listen, I didn't expect much from the Rams. They were trotting out their third stringer at QB, so it's not like I expected a whole lot. No, but he looked kind of decent. Granted, he ran about as many times as he threw. Yeah. Oh, so he, had, he, had he, nine car- he had nine carries for 44 yards, and then he was 13 to 23 for 100 with one touchdown oh, and two picks. Yep, I've got his stats up, so. But, man, they, they, this Rams team is just... <laughs> well, and what's even funnier is, like, if you look at the draft uh, or the projected draft order right now, like, Rams and Broncos would be top five picks if they hadn't traded them. Well, their picks <laughs> are top five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm like, they, like, they are top five picks currently. So the Lions, who are having a bit of a resurgence, I mean, a bit, a, bit of a drop on a... Uh, Thursday against the Bills, but it's Thanksgiving in the Lions, so what else do you expect? But they did have they two... had a drop against the Bills, against one of the eminent contenders in the NFL well, today. I mean, a bit of a drop. But, like, Jacob, they were winning. They were winning, but, like, right before the last drive. It's just that their defense played so far back that Stephon Diggs could just get an easy field goal range achieving uh, catch there. Prevent defense is not always great. No, so it does not prevent. What are you talking about? Of, like, listen, it might prevent a touchdown, but that's not what you were trying to stop. But yeah, uh, but hey, I mean, Lions look okay so far. They're, I mean, you say, I know they look bad, or like four and seven's not great, but they would only be the thirteenth pick in the draft this year. That's, that's like <laughs> that's awesome. middling. Wow, like with their current record. That's unreal goddamn Colts there was a point in this season where I thought man parody the NFL is at an all-time high with so many teams hovering around 500 yeah and not so much that, anymore that doesn't exist anymore yeah all the uh, basically every stopping at the teams that are under 500 or Atlanta's the closest to without being over and they're the 15th pick currently okay well I mean that's kind of where you'd expect them to be exactly yeah but that's there's a lot of four and seven teams and four and eight teams right yeah. now so they're- there yeah. are ten teams with four wins. Yeah, I was like, it goes from the fifth pick all the way down to the fourteenth. Dear God, <laughs> I mean it, it, that should clear itself up in the like in the final quarter of the season. I'll just say that, like, but just as it stands right now, yeah, that's a little. Uh, yep. I mean, Houston clear number one pick material here. <laughs> they should be. They no. they do not look good. Uh, go Texans this week though. <laughs> that would be. Uh, I mean, I'm torn on Mm. that one because it's like on the one hand, Deshaun Watson's a scumbag, but on the other hand, it's like the Texans did cover it up for a very long time until it was convenient for them to bring it to light. Can we get another tie? That's one of the games I'm rooting for the Meteor. Yeah, the Meteor. (laughs) How about another tie? Let the Texans record be 1-9-2 after this week. That'd be hysterical. Uh, Yeah. Sure. Not a good tie, though. I tie would be fine with a 0-0 scoreless shutout by both teams tie. That sounds wonderful. Dude. That's what I want. I want Deshaun Watson to throw like 15 interceptions and fumble the ball eight times, and then Houston to never do anything with them. It's going to be hard to do that inside my trunk. No, now I'm looking at it. I'm like in a six-six tie where Houston only scores one touchdown and misses the conversion. Okay. And Cleveland only scores two field goals. Okay. And the overtime, every play results in a fumble. Ooh, yeah. Every last play. Every play. 
Okay, hold on. How about this? I'm not opposed uh. to that. Every play results in two fumbles. So Houston receives the kickoff, mm. and every single play, Houston gets it, Houston fumbles to Cleveland. Cleveland then fumbles it right back to Houston every single play. I I like that with one modification. The, whoever gets the opening kickoff, they muff it and fumble it. The other team gets it and then also fumbles it. Who am I rooting for in the Cleveland game? I think I'm rooting for... Nick Chubb. That's who we're rooting for, Nick Chubb. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, absolutely, like, without question. Like, listen, I'm okay with scores, but could it be like Nick Chubb and Damon Pierce? Like, running backs. Oh, baby. I think I'm rooting for, like, some kind of, like, non-bodily crippling sort of season-ending injury. Specifically for the yeah, Browns. Okay. I mean, I, you say that, but we might have seen that with frickin', uh... The Packers on Sunday Night Football. Rodgers left the game. Ew. I mean, well, maybe he was just embarrassed. Mm, apparently, he should be. apparently his thumb's been—he's been playing through a fractured thumb, and I think it got worse. So, yeah. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Playing football with guessed. an injury made the injury hurt more. Whoa, idiot! Let me tell you, these people who play football professionally—too much courage, too much yeah. determination to win. I'd rather become more healthy to win more future games. Yeah. They need less grit. Absolutely. They need more quit in them. Yeah. <laughs> less <laughs> grit, more quit. I'm, I'm glad we found the title for this episode. Is this maybe potentially the last time we see Aaron Rodgers? What if That's he just what, retired? Ever? Uh, you know, like Pat McAfee was saying something like that, apparently. Like, the, we might have seen the last one. I'm like, really? Like, if he misses the rest of the season, will he retire? Like, he's going to go no. out like that? <laughs> he's certainly going to come back for at least one more game. One more game? Even if he's... What's he going to do? Even if he's got, like... Well, even if it's just, like, he comes out with a cast covering up his entire body, he's still going to, like... They're going to, like, wheel him out on the, the wheelie thing, lay him down under center, and he's going to pretend to take one snap before they wheel him off. <laughs> I, I refuse to believe Aaron Rodgers would retire from football while not actively on the field of play. I can only hope and oh, I disagree. is lined up against him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say, Rodgers does have to play at least one more game against the Bears, right? The oh team my God, yeah. that he owns. Okay, yeah, that would be hilarious. I, that's fine. Go on ahead. They, pu- <laughs> they put him in the cast, and it's like the videos in Mario Party where Luigi wins by doing nothing, and he beats yes, the Bears. Yes, correct. Yeah. It might do it. Well, it might have to be a game where Justin Fields is out because Justin Fields looks good. I would say we we not from this week he didn't, but then again he didn't play. Well, so. yeah. See well, again, this... but I love that less grit, more quit by Justin Fields. I'm <laughs> yes. hey, I'm, I'm not seeing anything I don't like. So Mike White, not bad. Man, Mike White has the right amount of. Uh, goodness in him. Yeah, right there. Let me tell Mike, you what. Mike White has been getting more superlatives added onto his freaking name, like by the minute. I feel like, <laughs> like, I've heard it. Magic Mike White, Mike White Lightning, Mike fucking White. So what I'm hearing is it's, uh, Mike. Sorry, it's Magic Mike fucking White Lightning. That sound. That sounds like an adult film, Jacob. What? <laughs> that sounds like an adult film title. That's what you called them, but, you know, separated. No, uh, yeah, there were three. Yeah, uh, you just combined it all. Yeah, I concatenated all of them together. I mean, Jacob, I thought the same thing, but when you said it out loud, I'm like, that that just sounds like a triple X That sounds dirty. Yeah, that's that's dirty, sir. How dare you? Oh, sorry, that's Graham's domain. I'm Ty. Yep. Uh, 
Go Mike now, White. Ty, Ty is the Mike motherfucking White guy. Definitely. <laughs> Mike motherfucking White. Uh... <laughs> Whoa, we have a. Is Ty actually here now? How do? Oh, never mind. Okay, so if the Jets somehow beat the Vikings this week, is Mike White crowned the king of New York? I think oh, he yeah, was already easy. the king of New York. I mean, it's. I mean, he's at least the king of the Jets locker room. I mean, I think they freaking love that guy. Like going back to last season, I don't know. The Jets, Jets really like this guy. It feels like that's so weird. How in the NFL you can have us? What was Zach Wilson the second overall pick in his draft? Yes. And then you have like a twenty-seven-year-old, four-year veteran <laughs> walk in, and immediately it's like, "Yep, fuck Zach Wilson. <laughs> We're all in on Mike White now." <laughs> it's such a weird sport. Well, hold on. What about the uh, 18th pick, the 37-year-old who uh, fluked his ass into a Super Bowl? Uh, is he above Zach Wilson yeah. now? Uh, yes, in my Flacco? mind, yes. Fascinating. Yeah. Despite the fact that Flacco was hurt, my answer is yes. <laughs> what a weird season it's been for the Jets. It's been absolutely crazy. And that they're winning? That too. Well, but... How they're winning and also how they're losing is just absolutely unreal. I'll say, yeah, go back to freaking week 11. It was 3-3 against the Patriots. I was like, okay, they can go to overtime. And then the Patriots have a walk-off punt return touchdown. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? <sighs> I missed that. God damn it. <laughs> That's rough. That I missed it, too. I uh, On that day, uh, Jake and I, uh, Jake is my brother. He's not here right now. Uh, IFB intern Jake. I can get him Went on the phone. Down. We walked down. No, nah, it's okay. We walked down to our friend's house after most of those morning games had ended, as the afternoon game started. And we get there, and one of our friends is like, Dude, this dude happened in the Patriots game? And I'm like, What? Did they go into overtime? They're like, No, they returned a punt to the house. And I was like, Whoa. So I missed it. That I also sucks. missed it, Graham. I'm We're right there in the same boat. Sorry to hear that, boys. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh,. I was gone for the entirety of uh, Sam Ellinger's run as quarterback. That was dreadful. Dang. Ooh. Dreadful? You mean good? Yeah, we got to <laughs> add another name to the back of that jersey. Ugh. Yeah. Miss you, Peyton. Uh, it, uh, the, the Sam Ellinger yeah. era was quite the thing. Uh, It was. Yeah, not really. I mean, it. you know. You know. Uh, good point. Yeah. It was fine. We did it. We, we've been there, done that. We can move on. Yeah. Uh. And nothing of value was lost. I mean, not for me. Uh, the Dolphins look awesome. What a time Boy, to be howdy. Because what? I think they're leading that division over the Williams? Yes, That's because they I'm have the head-to-head. Oh, yes. Insane. Amazing. Dude, what a world we live in when every team in the AFC North, question East. mark. East. East. We've been over this, tie. <laughs> we, we have been over this, but, uh, uh, yeah, beep. It's weird how every team in the the AFC East looks like tolerable. How long I mean, has yeah. it been? If we're if we're going on that Forever. train, just let's just put all the East in there. Every freaking yes team in the AFC East and NFC East are above five hundred. That is correct. After many after so many years of being the NFC least, the this sucks. It I does. know it really does. <laughs> and now, and <laughs> the entirety of the NFC South is south of five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Baby. 
as as we all predicted, we at all the predicted of the season. That, yeah, every team in that division would be under five hundred after Thanksgiving. Eighty-seven point five percent of the South is under five hundred. Tennessee is the only one. <laughs> Boy, man. South. You're telling me Indianapolis is in the fucking division that's in the South. That is we great. have sure gone over this before, Jacob. The yes. Midwest football team. <laughs> The West, the West Midwest division has not. Uh, the realignment hasn't happened yet. No. Yeah. Here's the thing. We've been over it. It's still outrageous. It is. I agree. Yeah. Weird. It hasn't gotten any better for all the work that we haven't done to make it better. If if you think about like it's, I guess it makes sense for Miami to be in the East because it's about as far east as you can go. But it is so far south. You should honestly be competing in the AFC South. I mean, they should be, but it makes sense because Jacksonville is also in the AFC South and Tampa's in the NFC South. You kind of run out of room in the South. I don't think you do. Tell that you kind of do, though, if you think you about it. You put them next to each other. T- tell that to the NFC West where you had, like, two teams in California and the AFC Okay, California's yeah. big, Stephen. There's huge. a lot of room between San Diego and San Francisco. That's true, although I, I still do love that the Cowboys are in the NFC East. Despite the fact that they're further west than Houston. Yeah. I was going to make that joke about, like, man, if you want a winning record, just either live on the East Coast or in Dallas. <laughs> Goddamn, California has almost 40 million people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot yeah. of fucking people. And I like maybe six of them. I'm not in California It's not anymore. a great return. No, oh, you're not. Is it, uh, sorry, five people. Oh, there we go, yeah. Is Is Justin Herbert one of them? Uh, Herbert, sorry, I don't know him personally. I'm sure he's a fine guy, other than the fact that he cost me $100 last week. <laughs> sorry, sorry, he, ha- he had to do it for the social media. I mean, that's yeah, all he, he is. Did. What a social media quarterback. Is he Is he running a social media giveaway where if you uh, message him bitching about how he cost you winning in a pool, he'll personally write you a check for I mean, $100? You can try it, so. you can try it Jacob, great. but I don't think that... I don't think that Justin Herbert is on any form of social media at all. <laughs> like, I'm Tyler. I don't think he is either. Sorry, Tyler. You know he, he. It's so funny. Like, and I, I get Acho's play here. I mean, like, heck, he's gotten a lot of traction. And people are starting to listen to him more. It's just so funny that of all the people, he went after Herbert. Good <laughs> like, yeah. Calling him a social media quarterback. I'm like, you mean captain of his high school fishing club retreats <laughs> to like middle of nowhere, Oregon. <laughs> In the off season, that guy's the social media quarterback. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I feel like it's the difference of the fact that he lives not only in California, in Los Angeles. I'll admit stereotypes aren't good. The stereotype that everyone in California is like a media uh, frenzied maniac is pretty true. Like you, if you're a celebrity in California, there's always a camera on you. Sure. In that. And if there's a camera on you nowadays, you're on social media. But it's not like Herbert's pointing the camera at himself. He's just kind of existing, doing his thing, and people put him on social media. I mean, it's the guy who, like, every offseason tries to find a player that looks enough like him to trot out in his jersey while he can run out looking. It's like, that's awesome. Don't mind me, I'm just the punter, which is, (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of a freaking... J.K. Scott, but he does look like discount Justin Herbert, so that's what he did this year. <laughs> I'll be damned, he sure does. <laughs> he he is the Justin Herbert that we have at home. 
Yep, <laughs> he sure is the freaking. <laughs> no offense. I mean, no, no, no disrespect to J.K. Scott. It's just like honestly, it's the hair. They saw the long yeah. hair. And they're like, heck of a punter. Like long hair under a helmet. They're like, oh man, that's clearly Justin. Meanwhile, Justin's like kind of strolling out. Yeah. <laughs> I think if someone told me that I look like a guy who almost looks like Justin Herbert, I think I'd take that as a compliment. That's a win right yep. there. One hundred percent. Well, maybe maybe not buzz cut, Justin. I don't know what that was last <laughs> in his rookie that year, was but an interesting look. Yeah. How you go from the Adonis mane to then as little hair as possible. Yeah, yeah, I don't advise it. <laughs> but he did. But he brought it back. So, uh, thank God. <laughs> Shout out to you, Justin Herbert. Well, you need to have that hair for social media, Stephen. Oh, oh, Let's take a selfie. <laughs> oh man. I was like, what else happened in this? Like, feels like so much happened, and yet also it's like, I just. What else? It goes by so quick. Yeah, like, dude, the season's like, we're almost a like we're getting real close to playoffs here. Well, some of us are. (laughs) (laughs) Some of us are just getting real close to the off season. Some of us are finding out what January's going to be. Logan, you are currently leading your division, so. Come on, Steven. Yes. You can't be serious. I I'm. I am serious that you are leading your division. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> saying that with that Stephen optimistic tone, I don't <laughs> appreciate it. Oh, don't worry, dudes. I mean, Rome, it's such a solid city, you know, with real patriots. It's The city's never going to fall. The Titanic's made out of metal, guys. Metal. Like, yeah, Logan, Logan, I understand that I normally take an optimistic tone, but I am, I'll just be honest with you. I'm legitimately saying that as much as I took an optimistic tone with the Washington football team leading their division and hosting the Bucks all those years ago. You're kind of looking like you're going on that track, my guy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Sure. But if the playoffs were fair and the seeding was just based on record and they didn't award freebies just because you won a crappy division, the Bucks in would miss the NFC playoffs. They would be the eighth seed. Yeah. Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commies would all be in. They would. <laughs> Vikings, Niners, and Seahawks would be in. Bucks would be number eight. Yeah. So, th- so right now you're taking a spot from the Seahawks. I mean, that's what I guess that's what the Seahawks get for like not yeah. winning in Berlin. But like, come on. Well, now. I mean, the Seahawks also benefited from that once before as well. That's true, and yeah. it gave us one of the most legendary moments in all it, playoff history. It did. Oh, such a great. Somehow, beast I don't quake. think Rashad White's busting off <laughs> Beast Quake number three. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe you sign Gronk back for one game and he does it. Oh my! I'm trying to think who. Please? Oh my gosh, who's gonna be the fifth seed? Me. Probably Dallas. Uh, yeah. Ew. Assuming the Bucks make the playoffs, it's gonna be Dallas coming to Tampa. Yeah, I'm confident about that game. I mean, that's what it's <laughs> set up. Once? I mean, at, as it stands right now, uh, Philly would be on the bye, and then Washington, uh, blah, blah, blah. Washington would go to Minnesota, who already played this mm-hmm. year and I believe fought to a pretty close game. Uh, Giants, San Francisco, and then Dallas and Tampa. That would. It's weird. I don't like any of those matchups. Yeah, it's weird. And I was saying, like, on the AFC side, the Chiefs would be the bye right now. Then the Jets Ooh. would go to Miami. Since he would go to Tennessee, and Buffalo would go to Baltimore. Oh my God, those sound like good games. Buffalo would go into Baltimore. My God. I know. It's that's... also a really fair. Uh... Like, no one's getting fucked. It's like 7-4 and four makes the playoffs, and anything below that doesn't. I like that. 
Well, wow. for the most part. I mean, you know. Sorry, Except Chargers. For, yeah. eh, e- hey, hey, we shouldn't have lost some of those games. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Man, what, what <laughs> phenomenal insight. Just don't lose. Oh, that's how you make the playoffs. Oh. You don't lose. Ah, uh, yes. See, I've got enough insight. I should be on Good Morning Football. You could sure, be. You could be. I'd vote for you. I could. <laughs> or just, put me on first take. I'll, I'll battle Stephen A. Smith. I won't. I, I don't think that's a fight worth fighting. No, no. <laughs> Again, less grit, more quit. More cancer. Wait, we're not boxing in the ring? That's the fight I was talking about. <laughs> oh. Again, he'd, he'd be jabbering your ear off. He'd be like uh, Mike Tyson. Or who, who's it who bit that guy's ear? It, it was I think Mike it was Tyson. Tyson. It was Mike Tyson. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like how you went from, like, jabbering my ear off to, like, oh, no, he's actually, like, <laughs> biting my ear off. Like, oh, oh, no, well, I don't on. like that. When you talk about ears off and boxing, you gotta mention Iron Mike. I, mean, I don't sure. think I do. In fact, I, I won't. Sorry, it's a... Please, sir. Uh, full title, it's Iron Magic Might Fucking White Lightning. Dude, I, I think if... My bad. I think if I stepped into a boxing ring, just, like, my top four teeth would just fall out, like, <laughs> just to get it over with. So... I can't believe this is going to... Oh, so, 15 days ago, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield uh, released Holy Ears, which are THC chocolate ears that they are oh, making. Oh, he actually oh did that? Gosh. <laughs> oh, it was chocolate. Okay. Well, they attempted to do that with, like, chocolate? Uh, edible gummy snacks, but they were like, yeah, people are... Kids are going to think this is candy. You can't do it. So, I guess they... So, they went with chocolate. chocolate. Which yeah, chocolate. Also- chocolate. Chocolate's not a candy. No. Chocolate. Chocolate. With or without nuts. He did it twice. He was in the ring and he bit a guy's ear twice. What? They let him do it a second time? Yeah. Well, at first they separated him and they're like, I guess it was like a ghost that bit your ear off. Holy <laughs> feels good. Are you gonna, like, listen, Logan, like, I love that like, they let him do that. Are you stopping Mike Tyson in this situation? If I'm a refer a boxing referee, it's my duty to try. It's like <laughs> when I'm at the park with Oliver and like someone drops a treat and Oliver and another dog go for it and then get mad at each other. That's my dog. I gotta break that up. If it's like two other dogs that are not mine, that's not my job to break that up. Not, not my pig, not my farm. I totally agree. Not <laughs> This is like a, a. This is exactly Jacob's example of we have an unusual ruling on the field: illegal use of face, face to the hands, a man in black shorts. Illegal use of face. Man, that was funny when Jacob said that. <laughs> I am glad you brought it up. Hey, thanks. Hey, hey, thanks. So funny. I was say, man, I was trying to think of like any. Like, speaking of, like, bad calls and stuff, I was like, I wonder if there were any, like, the only one I could think of happened on Thanksgiving in the Patriots game, where it's like, it looked like Hunter Henry had that catch. Yeah, we still don't know what a catch is. The year is 2022. Oh, yeah, that one. Fuck. Yeah, like, his hand was under the ball, like. No. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's not but a catch. in Australia, it was over the football. Yeah, well, then that's his right. top hand was, uh, that's, that is correct, but he also had his like, hand on the other side of it, so his hand was both over and under the ball, no matter which way you flip but, it. But think about this, Steven. Mm-hmm. What if he didn't... Okay, yeah. You ever I, think about that? Yeah, I, I guess I never thought about that. Like, no, it's not true. Wait, wait. Is that what they mean when they say he has possession? I thought yeah. he was possessed by a ghost. Yes. That's not allowed. No, that's, uh... 
That, that's also Sam Darnold, actually. Got it. <laughs> Whoa, maybe that's how he beat the, the Broncos. I was just say like, well, Russ did call down the Holy Spirit. I guess it just benefited Sam Darnold that day. Oh, God. It possessed the wrong guy. Who would have guessed? Oh, but not for me. <laughs> call an ambulance. <laughs> but not for me. Can Russ just retire? No, he's going to make so much money. Yeah. Man. Poor Denver. Man, and, and this is... <laughs> and and what? Listen, is it Russ or is it the coaching staff? I mean, it's got to be somewhat Russ, given, like, all the... It has the, to be both. Like, all the stuff that has been point. coming out about, like, from former Seahawks teammates. Like, man, Russ is just, like, he's hard to get to. He's not really, like, that much of a leader in the locker room. It's like... Huh, like yeah. Him and Mike White, I feel like, are polar opposites sits of the situation where it's like Russ should be the leader he should be like that superstar caliber you won a Super Bowl like you're the guy you should lead you know practically any yeah. team that you get on and lead them to victory you know because you're getting paid all this money and you got all this like notoriety and he's just and not talent. yeah but then you flip that like Mike White freaking fifth round pick in 2018 to the Cowboys who got cut right after the you know like didn't even make their practice squad Signs with the Jets, like, plays through, like, practice squad and backup times. And now they just, his team loves this dude, you know? Yep. Like, he is a leader in that locker room. Like, it's... Fascinating. That's why I love watching this sport, is because I feel like anything can happen. Any uh, given Sunday, the, man. The, not even any given Sunday, any given season. What Russell Wilson and Denver's, like, top five defense in just about every category, they blow chunks, but... Mike White and the New York Jets are comfortably in the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, they have a whole... I mean, I will say, like, comfortably, but they do only... I mean, they have a game lead on the Patriots, but they did lose the season sweep, so they don't have that much room for error, but... That's true. But, I mean, they're not just in the hunt. There isn't just a chance. If the season ended right now, they wouldn't ha- even have the worst record of every playoff team in the AFC. Right. I mean, great. It, you're right. It's not like they're not as comfortable as somebody like the Williams, who kind of need a catastrophe to miss the playoffs. Yeah. But they have a little bit of wiggle room, at the very least. No, that's Which is true. more than I can say for a couple other playoff caliber teams in either conference. <laughs> yeah. Not naming, not naming my own name here, but, you know, I bleed the fifth. <laughs> Buccaneers. Hi, how could you do this to me? I was like, man. Uh, speaking, I mean, uh, <laughs> go Bucks, woo. Uh, speaking, speaking of uh, like different possible playoff scenarios, uh, like just diving into more of this week's, uh, looking ahead at week thirteen. I gotta say, oh thank I'm, God, I'm surprised that the Bills have not won a divisional game yet, but they are gonna get a golden opportunity this week facing the Patriots in Foxborough. Yeah. A golden opportunity that they really need to take advantage yeah, of. Yeah, a golden opportunity. Take it, because you've lost to the Jets and the Dolphins at this point. You have to get one under your belt. Was that last season where the Williams just absolutely spanked the Patriots? Uh, I think that came after the snow game where Belichick almost pulled yeah. off the greatest. Coward. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Yeah, that was after the... Yeah, I do believe the Bills spanked the Patriots after that game, but... Could we, like, see that again? I would love to. I hope so. You know what the only problem was? They didn't score enough points against the Patriots. Hmm. We need to, like... Yeah. We need to get that... (laughs) 
uh, score to like triple digits. I'm all about it. I also agree. We're looking for like ultra mega chocolatey fudge coated scorigami. <laughs> uh, nothing would be me bring me greater joy than seeing Belichick give up the first hundred point game. We need we need to like s- somehow craft the star from Super Mario Brothers and like <laughs> replicate it like sixty three times. I think that's just Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> That was early season Josh Allen. Basically had the invincibility star. Yeah, and then he got hurt, and now it, it... Just don't let this game get to overtime, boys. He and Matt Ryan have the same amount of turnovers, I think. Ugh. I know. And Pretty gross. Matt Ryan's been put putting the ball on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, he's been... Yeah. I was gonna find a joke for it, but I, I failed. Well, it was like, yeah, yeah, and also he fumbled a lot. I, <laughs> Allen's got... So, Allen has definitely got some, like, Herbert-looking numbers this year where it's, like, high amount of touchdowns, but also high, like, a pretty high amount of picks. Like, it is yeah. a... Yeah. That's not and great. Unfortunately, a lot of Josh Allen's picks have been as his team was about to score. Yeah. Right. Like, Idiots. in the red zone. It's To me, it's one thing if it's, like, you throw the ball from your own 40 and it's a deep bomb that gets picked off at, like, the opponent's 20. Because then it's basically an arm punt and they still have to go most of the way down the field. But when you're about to score and about to either go up by more or take a lead or chip away at a deficit and then you turn it over, it's just back-breaking. And the fact that the Williams have mostly... They have been in every single game they've played, even the couple that they lost... I mean, it's got to just be so demoralizing to be so close and then fumble in your own end zone or throw two different picks into the end zone in the Green Bay game, which they still won by 10 because the Williams kind of rock. But I don't know if they can get away with that in the playoffs. The Williams, to me now, are looking a little bit suspect. They're looking vulnerable. I I don't know about suspect. You're right. They're looking suspect. In January, once they start, yeah. once you weed out all the chaff from their schedule and you're left with only playoff teams, I don't know that I trust the Williams to go to the Super Bowl anymore. I know. It's weird. Mm. I was, it's, it's just, it is incredibly frustrating to see, like, it. this should have been the year that it, it is all Williams all the time. But here yeah. are the Chiefs just doing what they do. I'm so mad. I'm, dude, I'm. Again, it, it just feels like growing up where it's like, this is the year that someone could take down the Patriots, and we don't. No and one it does. it never, like, ever happened. It happened, there was like a 10-year stretch where the Patriots only went to the Super Bowl once. And I, oh. and even then, they lost to the Giants. I was so happy. <laughs> don't worry. The Jets are going to be the ones to beat the Chiefs. I swear to God, if the Jets beat the Chiefs, I am putting this on record right now. I'm broke as shit, and I hate the Jets. If the Jets knock off the Chiefs, I'm buying a Jets jersey. (laughs) I am supporting that team, gosh darn it. (laughs) But who would you get? I don't know. We'll figure out. Whoever would get the game ball in the Jets-Chiefs game, I will get their jersey, and I will become a Jets fan. Oh, (laughs) I'll do it. I'll do it. I swear to God, I'll do it. I saw something. I just saw something that impresses me um go ahead a mirror yeah yeah. (laughs) it's so reflecty wow 
Uh, I can't believe it. It's a good-looking guy. So uh, Matt Ryan has 13 fumbles on the year and has only lost four of them. But but maybe more impressive, Justin Fields also has 13 fumbles and has lost one. Whoa. (laughs) Pretty good. Holy shit. I I hope he's available for this game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fingers crossed. It's like I've been saying this whole time. If you're going to fumble it, at least come up with the football. I've said it a hundred times. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's true, Ty. You say that a lot. You know, mm. I was going to say, like, I was trying to think of, like, you know, because this, this week's got some interesting. I mean, we're almost 13 weeks into the season. You know, we're two-thirds of the way done. And there, I'm sure there are matchups here that they thought were going to be more competitive. Uh, <laughs> or at least. No. But I'm just looking at, like, Packers Chicago. Like, this shouldn't be that close but the Packers have looked so bad that this might be close like this could be a golden opportunity for Chicago to get a win against them but I I definitely think only I was like you gotta have fields in there because if it's yeah if it's Trevor Simeon or heaven forbid Nathan Peterman I don't think you pull this out oh my god Nathan Peterman is is Aaron Rodgers projected to play in this game I don't I don't know his in, like his thumbs all jacked up. They don't know who's going to be playing in this game. Got it. Because if Aaron Rodgers shows up for even like one play, I'm giving it to Green Bay. Yeah. One hundred. I could not agree more. If they put him in in the aforementioned full body cast scenario, and he takes one snap, quote takes Easy. done one snap. He firmly grasp it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On any other scenario, I mean, the the Windy City Bears, uh, they have a chance. Yeah, something I didn't, something I didn't think Ty would be saying when the season began. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us did. I will say though, the Bears with Fields have looked surprisingly competent. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. the this weird. Season. Like I'm sure this season. I swear, I like, I don't want Fields to be considered that good of a quarterback, but he's kind of showing everyone up. Yeah. Now, granted, is he gonna get? Is he gonna get four thousand passing yards? Absolutely no. not. Absolutely. But eventually, <laughs> you know, over the course of his career, he might hit 4K. God, he's only just give him four years. He's only thrown for 1,642 yards so far. He's almost halfway there. Well, this season, <laughs> yeah, he's played in 11 games. <laughs> yeah, but on his career, he has 3,512. That's uh, he pretty might, close. He wow. might hit it this year. Uh, that this he is might, inc- he uh, six he games to go. Won't. He might get another five hundred. Well, he didn't play last week. No, no, he didn't. Neither did you? I, I didn't. But who did play at least for a little bit was Jordan Love, who looked less like the Jordan tepid expectations that we bestowed upon him last year. Now he's more like jo- Jordan like. Yeah, Jordan <laughs> tolerate. I Jordan I Jordan I I like that actually. Grown on me. It uh, and it it all it took was for their highest drafted receiver in like a million years, Christian Watson, to finally have their trust of his quarterback, who I guess is now Jordan Love. <laughs> I mean, as it stands right now, yes. They they have to stop with these games. I, I'm so, I'm I was done with Bears Packers what? years ago, but my God, oh, please, yeah, I agree. they got to stop these games. Please. What do you mean? But okay, it's not getting nationally televised. 
I mean, we're going to get it because we're a market, but like. Oh, great. Wasn't the last I think that's one, what though? Graham's talking about. Huh? Wasn't the last Bears Packers game, like the one earlier this year, wasn't that nationally televised or. It was. Yeah, it was oh, Sunday night. Yes. God, they got to stop. Yeah. I agree with Graham. Yeah, but okay, but this is a this is a one o'clock game, so. But come on, the other one shouldn't have been prime time either. No, I mean. Yeah, I get it. I mean, put this one in London, just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can give it to the Brits. They get their problem. That'll learn them for losing the Revolutionary War. <laughs> <laughs> let people decide if they want to wake up for this. No, let no. Let's do pack. Let's do this in Germany. <laughs> Next year, Packers and Bears. I okay. Hold on. Hear me out. Okay. What at the beginning of the season, the yes. scuttlebutt, the rumor that was confirmed by the man himself was that Aaron Rodgers like took psychedelics. Yes. Yes. What if we have an all psychedelics <laughs> Packers Bears game, <laughs> where you every single person has to be inebriated in some way, either like delirious from lack of sleep. Or tripping balls. You could just be, you know, your standard issue drunk, but you cannot be in a normal state of mental acuity. Is that what we're telling That would make this game interesting. I think it would, because there's the famous story of Doc Ellis in baseball who threw a no-hitter while he was on LSD for the whole game. Hold on. You have to qualify that, though, because if you take out Doc Ellis' stats where he was not on some kind of substance, you'd have no Doc Ellis stats. There'd be no stats, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, to me, that's like the equivalent of the Buccaneers, like, halfway through the season. Uh, they had only won games on days that Jacob made and ate cheesesteak sandwiches. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So, you know, there's precedent for, like, weird stats like that, yeah. That's true. Well, we've only talked about two games this week. That is crazy. Two and a half? We talked about Miami, like, tangentially. Uh, we we'll, we'll get to that. Well, we that's the about game Miami. of the week is highlighted in yellow. Oh, that's what that means. God, right. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, that spoilers, that's going to be game of the week coming up. I mean, uh, beep. <laughs> uh, which is, so like, you got two sub-500 teams that this does not look good. One that could be sneakily fun, Jacksonville, Detroit. <laughs> I When you said sneakily fun, I'm uh. like, I know Steven's targeting this game, and I absolutely agree with him. Yeah, I was like, hey, listen, Jacksonville's coming off a good win. Detroit, like, was on a three-game win streak. Up until last week, like these two teams, like do they think they're playoff bound? No, but they, they they're gonna fight like hell. Definitely not. Yeah. I know. Let's have a fucking crazy forty-five, forty-two game. I it's been. I love it. Well, I mean, listen with Detroit's oh, yeah. defense, that's probably more than likely. Dude, you know what? You know what we need? Me? We need. Uh, I'm gonna call it the Jacksonville Great Wall Initiative. We need to replace all of the O-linemen on Jacksonville, both of them. We need to replace all <laughs> both of them with stonemasons so they can take this game in Detroit with their shitty no defense and they can just erect a brick wall around uh, uh, mm. Trevor, Lawrence Trevor Lawrence because that would do a better job of protecting him than the one and a half guys they have defending him for pass rush. I don't know if Aiden Hutchinson would allow the stonemasons to ply their craft. <laughs> True. Uh, so okay, you put all, you 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 put both of their existing linemen on Hutchinson. Yeah, and then the other you bring three in three stonemasons. Stone Maybe get like the the extra jumbo package where you have seven O linemen and three of them block oh, him, baby. and the other four erect eight, nine, nine. ten, <laughs> ten, yes, ten. <laughs> and the erect other ones erect the wall. 
man, they're, they're going to bring back the single wing. And uh, <laughs> from Jumbo, every single play. <laughs> I uh, Quick show of hands. Who here thinks Trevor Lawrence is good? My hand is up. Like above average. My hand is up. My hand is not up. Oh, interesting. I mean, I think he's good. Every time I see Trevor Lawrence, he's running for his goddamn life. Well, see, but that, and yeah. one of his teammates was talking after the game, and they basically said, like, people, I think, aren't as, like, Trevor Lawrence is probably one of the best quarterbacks to be coming out of the draft in recent oh, years. Yeah. You know, when he did. But, like, having Urban Meyer for your coach in your first season, they practically didn't have a rookie season, you know? Correct. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, on like, paper you did, but in actuality, no. No, come on. That no. wasn't football. <laughs> what Urban Meyer did there was not coaching football. Right, it's, it's like he got Trevor Lawrence in the draft and he played, like, <laughs> counter Trevor Lawrence. Pretty like much. played a counter spell against Right, him. so, like, yeah. I think we're starting to see Trevor Lawrence, like, become more comfortable in Doug Peterson's system, I mean, you know? Maybe. I mean, there was... <laughs> wow. There was a stretch in... Eight games last year where he threw one touchdown with Urban Meyer. With Urban Meyer, he was well. When was and as a rookie? Yeah, it was a rough rookie season. But here's here's my thought. Every time I look at Trevor Lawrence actually play, which isn't very often because I do not watch a lot of Jags games, Mm. uh, he reminds me of the guy. I think Trevor Lawrence has the Joe Burrow ness, the Patrick Mahomes ness. The, uh, not super recent Josh Allen, but like the Josh Allen <laughs> when he looked goodness, where you can just put the ball in his hands and he'll make good stuff happen. It doesn't matter if it's on the biggest stage or if he's just coming back against Baltimore in like a meaningless game when their season's already done. I have faith in Trevor Lawrence. Okay, but I got, so I honestly just kind of thinking about it, like Trevor Lawrence is just that was his whole career before getting to the NFL. I mean, from his high school yes. days to all the way through his final college game, he lost four games. Like something like that. Total <laughs> like wow. in eight years. So like you're talking about a guy who is so ingrained in success, you know, it, I'm yeah. sure it's probably been really challenging to face adversity. Like that's like, wow, I'm not like, one of my buddies asked me one time, I was like, like, do you think that people feel bad like that they know they're getting drafted onto like the worst team oh, yeah, for in the NFL? Sure. You know? I think a lot of people do. I think some people do not. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, because it's like, okay, like, how would you feel like you're the top prospect and you're going to freaking Detroit if. or Jacksonville or like yeah. one of these, like, you know, for many years, the Browns? Yeah, huh, I was like you're, you like you're going to the worst the team in the NFL. You know, you're not going to the place. And it's like, well, I'm sure that wouldn't be like favorable to a lot of people. But if you're a competitor, you got to go in there with a the mindset of like, okay, I'm not going to go in yeah. there and get to do Super Bowl my first year. You know, it's not how this goes. Right. Like, I have to face the adversity. It's going to take a few years. So I think, so I think Jacksonville's on the right path towards that. That it's like, okay, we got our guy. He should be good for the next few years. Let's start building around him. As much as I hate to say it, he's been really liking Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. <laughs> so yeah. still getting paid a heck of a lot of money, but I would still say too much money. Oh, yeah. Like, at least, yeah. you know, they're making it worth it. Sure. Kirk I definitely think if is. I was Trevor Lawrence, 
what I might have done is like, okay, well, clearly I'm the number one prospect coming out of college. Uh, I need to like, I need to like push over a reporter. I need to like pee in a couple buckets. So like, they don't take me number one, but I can fall to like the Broncos where all I need is a QB and I'm golden. Oh, it's, oh, but Jacob, they thought like that's what the Broncos have always been saying for years. Like we just need a quarterback and then they got one and then, uh. well, we didn't know that until they got one and it failed. I, it, again, that's why I go back. Is it Russ or is it Hackett or just a combination of them both being well, out? Because I'm sure that they put, I'm sure when they scheduled Denver and Baltimore, they probably would have put this as a higher profile game. This just does not look fun. No, this no. projects to be just another beatdown against Denver. Another game that I really don't want to watch because I don't like watching defensive struggles. <laughs> Someone's going to be strong. <laughs> is it going to be a defensive struggle? Because, yeah. like, Denver's defense looks good. So it's going to be, does Bal- oh, how much does Baltimore give up in the fourth quarter at this point? Because they just... Oh, man. Yes. Yes, they, they do. Against this Broncos team, they might be able to take all their guys off the field in the fourth quarter and still win this game with how bad Denver's offense has been. And again, how? Like, how are they this bad? <laughs> like... Uh, I have no idea. I want to blame Nathaniel Hackett because... I have gone through too many years of watching Russell Wilson nonsense for me to believe that Russell Wilson is the problem. It's right. happened too many times. It, maybe it was just maybe it was the Seattle air, you know. Uh, maybe, yeah. He needs some a little bit of sea salt <laughs> as opposed to mountain salt to really thrive. The slight humidity, like constant humidity in the air, but it's not like a yeah. Florida humidity. It's like a nice Pacific Northwest humidity. Yeah. Like a little bit of sea salt and. That, and it just makes that ball float up in the air. I mean, heck, did you see Geno Smith throw, like, a 46-yard dime to Tyler Never Lockett? seen it. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, I'm Tyler. I have no opinions one way or the other on that game. My <laughs> suspicion is that Russell Wilson is like Aquaman. You put him near the water, he's dynamite. <laughs> you put him on dry land, he's fucking, he's a normal human. The Broncos have marched out 12 starting quarterbacks since Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl. Hey, Ouch. but, like... Three of those quarterbacks was uh, Andrew Luck. So like, <laughs> nope. no, come on, not w- not one of them was Andrew. You can't Luck. hurt me with two teams. Oh, sorry, <laughs> he said. Sorry. Graham was talking. I'm like, ah, oh, yes, he's speaking of the other horse team. Yeah, the other horse, <laughs> the other horse team that had where Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and then I, left. Yeah, and then left. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the wow. thing. My brain rejected. It hasn't been long enough for the Broncos to have a twelve other dudes after him. He must be talking about. <laughs> the okay. other blue horse team. So, Jake, I thought you were full I'm of Tyler. nonsense. Tyler, I thought you were full of nonsense. Denver's wins have come in Jacksonville, kind of close to the ocean. Which not that, super close, but that, that was in London. Close. That was in London. London, London close to the ocean. Even closer to the ocean, I, I think. I don't know geography. <laughs> well, closer to the river, to the Thames. San Francisco doesn't get much more oceanic than San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And Houston, which for some reason is technically... A coast town? It's near yeah. the Rio Grande it's and the, the fucking Gulf. Gulf of Mexico. What are you on about? Well, they they had didn't they have to dig the Gulf of Mexico into to Houston? How about this? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I thought Houston was like <laughs> we want to be a port city, so they dug the ocean closer to Texas. So, so what you're saying is by them being that close to the ocean, then uh, maybe it helps. I don't know. They also helped push the Chargers into OT in Los Angeles, also somewhat close to an ocean. It, it certainly is. So do we want to project, based off of this new 
water meta. Do we want to project what games the Broncos are going to win this season? Well, Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore is so dang close to the Atlantic, so. Mm, so they got yeah. that one. So That's I get. I, I guess just two more wins: Baltimore and uh, the Rams. Sure. Yeah. I'm locking it in. So what, a 5-12 and 12 record for the Broncos? That That's how you wanted to start the Russell that, Wilson era. That sounds era. correct. Yeah. For where the Broncos are going. Oof. I don't know. Baltimore's looking better than the Broncos, right? Right, but again, water. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's water, true. Man, water. Go- goodness at football has no say. No, of course not. What a fool. No, oh, oh and I'm sorry. When they beat the Texans, it was in Denver, so... And the 49ers was also in Denver. Oh, shoot. Hmm. So, really, they've only won okay, one game. Okay, so hold game. on. They're, they can only win when they have to import the water from someplace else. They mm. imported it from Houston to Denver, from San Francisco to Denver, and then imported it from Jacksonville all the way to London. <laughs> Baltimore. You can't import water from Baltimore. Well, also, uh, they oh, play in oh, Baltimore. Boy. They're doomed. Yeah. I was wondering why the Broncos had a job posting that said, like, you know, water guy they, it looked like a water boy I'll post it. but it was more like no you have to go collect samples of water from uh I'll do these it. cities I'm hired I'll do it water I'm your guy you need water done and you're paying people money for it I'm in please somebody hire me <laughs> <laughs> I don't know maybe the maybe the Rams will hire you they seem to need people oh oh, oh boy perfect to get yeah. all the water from Owens Valley into Los Angeles perfect yeah Man, yeah, Man, another game that I'm sure they guy. thought was going to be more competitive going into the season, but yeah, uh, not really. No. Although it's tough when the Rams have cycled through John Wolford, who was injured, Matt Stafford, who is probably still concussed, and Bryce Perkins, who has, you know, he's still Bryce Perkins. Perch well, Perkins? And, yeah, Perch no. Perkins. Uh, no, and then uh, and Cooper Cup is out for the season. Ew. And Cooper Cup. Cup would be a better quarterback than those other three guys I mentioned. I just I'm thinking about other key players on that Rams team. No, I I agree. I also think he'd be a better quarterback than concussed Matt Stafford, <laughs> hurt John Wolford, or regular Bryce Perkins. He would certainly be a better boon to the quarterback position than any of those yes. three previously mentioned humans. Could not agree more. Well, and correct, but didn't Allen Robinson just get hurt You're too? Wrong. He did, yes. I believe he's out yeah. for the season with an injury that they thought was his ankle, but now determined was his foot, which I guess is different. So, sure. the, no, oh no, my. it's not my finger; it's my hand. <laughs> Idiots. Well, no, 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 it's not your shoulder; it's on your ribs, dickface. Thanks, <laughs> man. Jake would really like that reference. It's a very inside joke. <laughs> so hold on. So that means that, like, so your receiving core no, is made up of Van Jefferson, <laughs> Ben Scourneck. Squaronic. Gazuntite. Thank you. And then your third one listed is Lance McCutcheon. Oh, Lance McCutcheon and Ben Squaronic? Man, they got the, the tongue twister receiver core down pat. Lance McCutcheon? Dude, that's a name. Sorry, that's more like Lance McClutchin. Man, Lance they McCutcheon, are these just... nuts. It's Cutchin, please. <laughs> not Catchin. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, fair. My name's Klein. Uh, but yeah, this is, man, freaking, man, this Rams team is just, <laughs> to go from, su- bad. like, Super Bowl winning team, like, you got the trophy, and it just has all gone downhill from here. And they looked bad before they started getting hurt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh they God. returned basically the same team that they 
won the Super Bowl with. They didn't go to the Super Bowl. Well, they did. They also won it. <laughs> and they came... <laughs> And they just look bad. They've looked bad from week one, and the injuries have not helped. Who knew OBJ and Von Miller were such big pieces? And Deshaun Jackson. Uh, no, it was... Cornerstones of a model franchise. No, it was Andrew Whitworth. What are you talking about? It uh, was it Andrew was Whitworth, Andrew for sure. Whitworth. Because, oh my... I'm sorry, Logan, that was fun. They didn't go to Super Bowl. Well, I mean, they did, and they won it. <laughs> I meant to say they didn't just go to a Super Bowl, but I decided instead of editing that in post, I would edit it live. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta sell out to get a ring, and what? I, what? I, I mean, heck, yeah. yeah, this team brought in freaking Bobby Wagner to go with them. Yeah. So it's like the people they lost, they tried to replace. They just and tried. It failed. It yeah. failed. Have it, not uh, done great. It sort of reminds me of in basketball how the recent trend has been like okay. We'll draft a couple of players young, we'll train them up, make them good players, and then we'll sign, like, two of the highest money free agents on the market, win a championship, and then disband all of it. It's kind of what the Rams have done. I love the plan. Yeah. It's kind of what the Buccaneers have done. And it's working out for them about as well as the Rams. Go Pacers, woo, six seed, here we come. (laughs) Logan, you're so optimistic. Hey, that's my job. We're going to sign huge names like, uh... Uh, Patrick Beverly? <laughs> I don't know basketball. <laughs> I don't know the basketball metagame at the moment. No, but that's a great joke. The Buccaneers actually started, and this is true, Cole Beasley this season. Yeah, he and then not... he retired. What? He played. He this he season he played? He was there, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That was so long ago. <laughs> it was week three when everyone was injured and or suspended. Ugh. Good, yeah, good riddance. I'm glad he didn't give our entire team COVID. Yeah. <laughs> nah, hey, hey, golden opportunity this week. Oh my god, I'm not looking forward to this. This game No, I'm not either. is giving me flashbacks to two years ago, Extra Life. I was trying to recover from my aforementioned consecutive hours of consciousness, and the frickin' Bucks put up like three points to New Orleans' 38 on Monday night, mm. and I wanted to cry. That was awful. Ugh. I may have cried. I mean, I'm Tyler. <laughs> I mean, hey, golden opportunity. Get get to at least 500, okay? Please. Please. My God. This is what I've been reduced to. At the beginning of the season, I was so cocky. The Bucks are virtually guaranteed a playoff spot, I said. How could we possibly miss the playoffs, I said. What a fool. Hey, I mean, I get it. I freaking was like, yep, char- this Chargers team is the best built in years, and now we're running on... This Duct Colts tape team, and dreams. Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. We all, every single one of us, without exception, had the Colts making the playoffs. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, my God. I had the Bucks going 15-2. and two. Oh. I, I still like whiff. You are a little off now. Just a bit. Is, is that going to be the score for the Tampa Bay-New Orleans game? Oh. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Who's getting the safety? Uh, I guess that would have to be New Orleans. Probably be a fumble out the back of the end zone. Is 15-2 to a scoregami? I'd be all about it. It better be. 15? How do you do that? Uh, Two touchdowns with a two-pointer. Back in the days when safeties happened. 15-2 to would be scoregami, boys. Woohoo! I'm sorry. I I said would be. Will be scoregami. Yes, with certainty. I'm not looking forward to this game. Ah, man. Yeah, no, that's... Hey, I said it earlier in the season. Like before the season started, I'm like, I, I know y'all were hyped on New Orleans doing well in the record. I'm like, I 
don't what? see it. I yeah, I, I projected the eights to be the fifth seed. I I wouldn't be hyped about it. I'd be like, fuck. I thought they would be good. Saints I thought yeah, Tyler I, was hyped about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, woo, go away, go go Saints. Yeah. I woo. thought Jameis would be Football. starting. I thought Michael Thomas would be healthy. I'd... Yeah. Yeah. You know what the problem was? Jameis has been eating W's again. He's been on a diet. Oh, we told boy. him, oh, boy. Jameis, you gotta stop. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then the one guy was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look at the games that, like, shouldn't have been that competitive. Jets and Vikings? Like, Can't believe ooh. it. Who would have thought this would actually be a game where, looking at, I'm sure this would have been like, oh, yeah, Vikings should uh, smash this one. You know, or it was either that or it was going to be like, wow, Jets and Vikings are not doing great. So this is kind of a lower middle game. Yeah. No, this is actually a competitive matchup. This game has pretty significant playoff implications for both sides. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for the Jets because this is a this is a one this is 1 p.m. Kirk. Oh, Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Does it? I'm uh, sorry. How how do we mean it's got implications for the Minnesota Vikings? Like they well, could rise co- or fall within the playoff yes. bracket that they're going well, to make. Yeah. yeah so basically, so, so, the, so the Vikings can clinch the division this week. Well, they're no, gonna they're going to win the division. The division. There's no way they don't win the division. They'd have yeah, to that's... lose out. The Lions or the Packers, or maybe both, I guess, would have to win out. That's not going to happen. The oh, Vikings yeah. are making the playoffs as a division winner. There's no doubt in my mind. But if they lose this game. They and may the not 49- be the two seed. The Niners are nipping at their heels to be the two seed, okay. relatively right. speaking. So it could be close. And the Jets have a little bit of a cushion in the playoffs as a wild card. But shoot, if they win this game and get a little bit lucky the rest of the way, there is a path for them to win their division. Well, hold on. Which Kyle. is yeah. insane. We do have to bring this up. What What did the coin flip say? Tails never fails. No, not that one. It. No, so, okay, so, Graham, for a little bit, of, I don't know if you've known this, but there's a guy who, right before the season, did a coin flip to predict the Jets' season, and he has been accurate. Uh, oh, I lied. The Jets. He, he was he was accurate through week 11. He did miss yep. week 12. He said that they would Aww. lose to the Bears, and they trounced him. So, so he's free from that, but he, he got 11 games. <laughs> no, he got... Eleven weeks. Correct. That must have been a heads flip. I was yeah, I was about to say eleven games. I'm like, uh, ten. Yeah, ten, ten games in a row. That's pretty good for a coin flip. That's about one in a thousand, Stephen. Yeah, very impressive. So one in one thousand twenty-four. If you exclude the possibility of the coin landing on an edge, therefore being a tie, or having the game result in a tie. Like so, looking at this dude's coin flip thing, he has the Jets winning out. All the way to week 18, where Until they lose, they to, lose to Miami. Right, so I'm like, hmm. So at Minnesota, at Buffalo, versus Detroit, versus Jacksonville, at Seattle would all be wins in his book. And he has them winning the wild card. And he doesn't list opponents. Also yeah. winning the divisional, losing in the championship, which will probably be against the Chiefs. No. What precedent is there for the Chiefs appearing in and hosting the AFC championship game? Like, zero. Four years. Longer than we've done this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I'm just looking over the NFC's playoff picture. It's still blowing my mind. Yeah, it's unfathomable. 
Philly, Minnesota, San Fran, Tampa, Dallas, the Giants, and the Commies. What the fuck? I like how all of us had at least one NFC East team going like three wins yeah, or worse. <laughs> Just incredible. Yeah. We've all been very wrong in that division, except oh. for the Eagles, which I think most of us got right. I definitely did. Woohoo! Yeah, we that's got one, one Graham. That's the one I was right about. <laughs> I want this game to be good, though. I want Mike White to continue to do well. Damn I like too. the Mike White story. There's no wider game than Kirk Cousins versus Mike White. I'm just going to be honest there. Hold on. You're talking Magic Might motherfucking White Lightning. And Kirko Chains? Yes, I am 100... Yeah, This might be the widest game. Well, it's definitely the widest game, because one of these guys is named White. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Dude, so all we need is the Jets to play Tampa. I think it's pronounced Kirk. (laughs) No. So we need Tampa. We need to have Rashad White run against the Jets, and then we need Devin White to tackle Magic Mike. Man, that white-on-white action? Oh, boy. Ooh. And then, you know, the Buccaneers win. Woo! (laughs) Woo! So, speaking of white-on-white action, like, Indy and Dallas. Oh. Sorry, Graham. I I don't know what... I'm going to cut that there. Oh, good. Graham's going to cut that sweet. (laughs) Uh, God, I don't want to watch this game. I don't want to force anyone to watch this game. I don't think many of us did. I was going to say, like, I'm surprised they didn't flex us out for Sunday Night Football. tells me... I might be busy on Sunday night this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Nah. I got a thing. Yeah, I'm going to be walking my dog for eight hours. It's going to be dark <laughs> for the last five. Yeah, so here's the thing. I'm going to drop the illusion now. I am not actually Tyler. I'm Jacob. Fucking last week what? I was on this... Yeah, I know. Tyler. <laughs> Made it an hour and a half. I've betrayed all of you. Uh, Tyler, last time I you? was on this podcast, another bombshell. I was disguised as Graham. And, uh... Oh. I know, dude, whoa, really pulling that one back. It's been like a month now. Whoa. I've, uh, last time I was on, there was the question about, like, how long is, uh, how long will the Chiefs be beating Indy by 10 or more? And I was considering making that my spicy pick, saying that the Colts would, in fact, win that game, and then the Colts won the game. Which they did. Yeah. They did. So, you know, Dallas, Indy, uh, they get nine and a half, they're going to win by at least uh, double that. They're going to win by 18. <laughs> Wow, Ty. I'd be Good. more surprised if they put up 18 points. Me too. <laughs> I love that. We all were against du- the Chiefs too, and then they won. Good lord. All I'm saying is there's precedent for Indy just absolutely taking the reins in this one. Yeah, because <laughs> what do they have to lose? This game. Do you mean Dak Rain Prescott? Whoa. <laughs> Way to bust out a middle name joke on us, Graham. I thought Dakota was his middle name. Rain is his first. No. Dak Damn Dakota? It. Dang it, Graham. It's Rain Damn Dakota it. Prescott, I believe. And then you made me sound like a fool. <laughs> I did. I don't get those people who who use their middle name as their preferred name. I don't get it. I don't. Maybe. I can't sympathize. Well, to be fair, I've known other people named Dakota. I've not really seen any other people named Rain. So maybe Dak was like, I don't really like being named after a weather phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, but it's R-A-Y-N-E, I believe. That... I mean, better, yeah, I think. I don't care. All right. Well, like, speaking of game I don't that's care about, just get like getting out of the way, <laughs> Cleveland-Houston is happening this weekend, and that's about all I have to say about that. Moving oh, on. Fuck Boom, that game. Go Cleveland. Woo! Go Meteor. Go, 
Go, yeah. Go, Nick. <laughs> Go, non-life-threatening, season-ending injury. Woo! Uh, another game that... Oh, man, okay. I, w- I would say this game's competitive, but Tennessee has not looked hot in a second. But Tennessee-Philly? Like, yeah. that was not a great performance against Cincy. No. Let's go, Philly. But still, despite not being a great performance against a Cincinnati team that also looks to be comfortably in the playoffs, they only lost by four. No, that's true. I mean, since he didn't play their best game either. I want to have the stability and comfort in my life that Mike Vrabel provides for the Titans. No kidding. I think Vrabel... This is a spoiler alert for my end-of-season awards. Unless something drastic happens this last month or so of football, Mike Vrabel is winning my award for Coach of the Year. Really? Wow. Whoa. I came into this season thinking, like, eh, the Titans are kind of okay. They're not all that great. I think they're kind of fake pretenders. And they are they have the same record as teams like the Bengals, the Ravens. They're beating the Chargers and the Patriots and the Colts, unfortunately. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing way better than my team, and my team has Tom frickin' Brady. Th- Tennessee has the same record as San Francisco. Whoa. I, I mean, they, with, and they started Malik Willis for like three games. It's incredible. I've, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it before. That's fair. I mean, we'll see how the season ends. Speaking of seven and four teams, uh, Giants and Washington. Which Washington is a 7-5, yeah, but it. you know. Do they have seven wins between them? Uh, they no, do. They have fourteen wins between them. Well, they also have that. Uh, uh, this sucks. Game. How is this competitive? Like again, how how is this competitive <laughs> game? Like, I get it. It's divisional. Well, no, but like, I freaking... think, I think a lot of us would have said that this game would be competitive at this point of the season. <laughs> but but it would be competitive <laughs> in the same way that two bad teams is still fun to watch. Right. Like this. Like that's like there's bad competitive. You know, or it's like teams are not doing great. Then there's good competitive, and this is skewing on the end of good competitive. Taylor Heineke yeah. looks great with the Commanders' like offense. I hate saying that name. I wish they just stayed football team. Also, I'm sorry yeah. I didn't bring it up at the pregame show. But Washington is such like, why are they having such success when they just do the most asinine shit? Did you all see the freaking statue they put out for Sean Taylor? Yes, Chaos. I did. Yes, what a quote unquote statue. Like, what an <laughs> absolute disgrace to the man it, it it looked worse than if they had rolled out a mannequin from the gap and put a sean taylor a jersey on gap. it <laughs> no they didn't it was worse this was like a, a crappy wireframe mannequin yeah quote-unquote mannequin it was like the silhouette of a human being outlined with a wireframe what i think is even more hysterical is that like so they've done all this work they, they've done so much work to get away from their former team name. And what do they do with the Sean Taylor statue? They just slap the decal and the name right on the jersey. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Like, huh. You didn't have a throwback helmet <laughs> that you could have possibly, you know? Well, Stephen, they've gone through like four different rebrands. They've thrown out those old, old, old jerseys so many times by now. You somehow... I mean, this... You can't custom make <laughs> something these days. I mean... Uh, again, why the uniform and helmet? For, for Pete's sake, you freaking look at Arizona. They've got a bronze statue of Pat Tillman chilling out in front of the stadium. Why does Sean Taylor not get the same freaking like treatment? Because Dan Snyder sucks at his job. No, he He's really, such really a really like, horrible human being. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, why is Dan Snyder in charge of that? Washington hires like a new president and like, director of football operations. Like, you're trying to like change the face of this franchise. 
as soon as someone mentions, like, hmm, one of our best players in the history of this league, how about we put a mannequin, I would slap him. I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I've got I've got two problems. Problem number one, we need to honor this guy from our past, and we don't really know how to do it. Problem number two, I'm really hungry for popsicles. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we can do both at once. <laughs> or it was like it, it was the di- the day of, and they're like, all right, all right, uh, Jimmy, how's the statue for Sean Taylor coming along? And they're like, what statue? The it's the statue I want, told you to buy. You didn't tell me to buy a statue. So certainly we have no statue. Ah, shit. Uh, what can we put together in half an hour? Well, I have a Sean Taylor jersey on. All right. We can make that work. All right, give me that. <laughs> let, me run down, let me run down to the mall real quick and steal a mannequin. Maybe we can still make this work. What a <laughs> fuck up of an organization. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if it was one of those things, like, I'm just going to pull from, like, movie reference here, but, like... If you were going to make, like, a dedicated, like, section for Sean Taylor and, like, the uniform didn't have to be the statue, there, but there could be, like, a plaque and, like, pictures up on the wall, like, depicting him, that, I think, would have gone over better. But, no, it's a singular, like, glass yeah. case with a freaking wireframe mannequin in it. Like, it's just... Yeah. Why? <laughs> why must it continue it- to be such a poverty franchise? I don't know. Well, because Dan Snyder runs it. That's why. I think Dan Snyder just sucks as a human being. I think if he had done anything in his life, he probably would have been a terrible person and been terrible at (laughs) it by extension. But I think there are some people that no matter what they do, they want to be great at it. I think there's some people like Dan Snyder who just wants to do the bare minimum and be a horrible person while he's doing it. If he sold insurance, nobody would die. (laughs) We found his calling. Speaking of a... Like, on the flip side, in terms of a non-poverty franchise, uh, Mr. Blank and the Falcons. Oh, you went with the Falcons and not the Steelers. Uh, oh. Listen, I, I was going to make a reference to their concession sales. Uh, bravo. Oh, Absolute, yes. Like, fantastic pricing, I'd have to imagine. I or, have unless amazing. it's changed in recent years. I don't think it has. Which is good. I hope not. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you can actually feed your family for under $30. <laughs> I have heard that the entire fan experience in the Atlanta Dome is great. Like, even the stuff that isn't football related. Yeah. I was like, heck, well, it's also a, like, they also host the uh, Atlanta United, like, MLS team. So it's like, it's a multi-purpose stadium. But yeah, I've heard many great things about them. So. Incredible. You'll love to see it. Well, that's good because the on-field product is a bit lacking this year. Eh, I think they're in a rebuilding year. Like I think they are, I think they are exceeding my personal expectations. They're exceeding mine. Like they're... now, uh, they, these are two teams where I figured they'd be exactly where they were. <laughs> Accurate. Like, I didn't think Pittsburgh was going to be great this season, and I didn't think Atlanta would. But they're both doing a little better than what I thought. And one of them is almost in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> and the other is out by a mile, despite the fact that their records are nearly identical. <laughs> Gotta love like. playoffs, baby. <laughs> Speaking of playoffs, freaking Chiefs and Bengals again. Again, I don't want to see the Chiefs in primetime, but how is this not a prime? Actually, wait, no, I know why, because CBS protected this one. They had to have. Yeah, it had to have been. They must have seen this AFC Championship game rematch and thought, we're not Mine. letting go of this for nothing. Well, it's because it's either that or Chargers Raiders, which, 
is always a fun time, but if I'm looking at the two products, like I'm sure KC since the yeah, AFC Championship rematch, got to keep on to that. Yeah. But I mean, I'll be honest, I kind of wish they had flexed in Chargers Raiders into primetime cuz the Me last too. time that game was in primetime, it was a trip. Love I don't know what you're Love talking about. It. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry Steven. That game was Nuts. No, see, Jacob, here's the, here's the thing. It should have been a tie. Everyone was rooting for the goddamn tie, and yeah. it didn't happen. They, they both would have made the, the playoffs. They both would have made the playoffs if they had just stopped scoring after regulation. Well, they were most of the way there. There was like three minutes left in overtime, I but think. But listen, Ra- Raiders, no, actually, I think they kicked it to end overtime. I don't know if there was actually any time on the clock. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but no, like, listen, the Raiders were never going to settle for that. I knew that they were never going to settle for that. So it's like... Bastards. Well, they, they wouldn't have to settle for it. You'd just be a shitty enough team for another 15 minutes and you're golden. No, Ten. they're a shitty enough team Ten. this year, not last year. Oh, yeah, this year they... Well, unless Josh Jacobs rattles off another 86-yard touchdown run. Shut up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah, so that the, blows. He is, full, he is fully capable of doing. Our run defense has Again. not been the best this season. So I'm like, yeah. uh, why does Josh Jacobs have to work... Like wake up now, <laughs> like <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe he... it's like uh, uh, I'm sure you guys remember the one season that the guy Gray, the RB for the New England, there was one day he ran for like 215 yards and like five touchdowns, and no one's ever heard from him again. Maybe it'll be like that. Dude, I mean, hopefully. I mean, the Chargers do have a habit of that. I mean, what was it, Houston last year? We freaking like we let Rex Burkhead run all over us. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, ew. This, this, it's not going to be Josh Jacobs. It's going to be Amir Abdullah. That's who's, It's like, why is this guy running for 150 yards? Okay, okay. So right now, not to peel back the curtain, right now it's Tuesday. So what mm-hmm. you're saying is we have time to sneak some food poison into the guy you just mentioned, his breakfast. Uh, we do? Uh, no, we do I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Neither am I. All I'm saying is Vegas is a very short flight away from Los Angeles, California. And all I'm listen, I'll like listen, uh, like I've heard, I mean, don't don't call me, but I've heard that Vegas buffets do have a lot of seafood, and it's highly probable uh-huh. it, you could get some food poisoning from one bad shrimp. That's all I'm saying. I, yeah, you know. All I'm saying, and I'm not like saying saying, but I'm like saying it. There's a reason Ty's not on this podcast right now. Yep. Mm, no, Ty is on the podcast. What are you talking about? Like, no, I, yeah. I would I would have took down the veil. Our oh, code yeah. word is uh, put it on red. Uh, <laughs> our code word is Yahtzee. That's what we play in casinos, right? You play Yahtzee. I'm Yahtzee. surprised you can't play Yahtzee in casinos. I'd honestly like casinos. to play Yahtzee in the casino. I wouldn't. I would lose so much money. I would lose <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever gotten a Yahtzee in my life. I mean, you don't. You, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Whoa. rolling dice, I'm like, eh, just play craps. Oh, dude, crap, the money velocity in craps will boggle the mind. Oh, yeah. Like, That's you can, ridiculous. from Again, what I've heard, never I've, never, yeah. I've never actually gambled. In uh, my craps. two, my friends that usually go to Vegas typically play roulette, and they're like, oh, yeah, roulette's nice, because you can just, you know, you spread your money around, and even if you lose, you don't lose a ton of money at once. Craps, it's like, boom, 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 you've lost $150. <laughs> yeah. You're like, how? The but dice then, never stop moving. But then the next, Mm-mm. but then like you get the person with the hot hand. It's like, oh, I threw five dollars on the table and I walked away with three hundred. Yeah. Weird. 
That that is not me. Uh, I'm no. gonna take a sip of my Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm tell. Back when uh, I tutored the statistics and probability of gambling. Uh, that's what I would always tell the students. Like, if you see a guy who's 6'6 and drinking a Dr. Pepper, just put your money where he puts his. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, that's my friend Michael, and he's the luckiest guy I've ever met in my life. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> I, I'm wonder- I was wondering what the reference was to. Like, no, yeah. Graham's a Diet Coke guy, I don't know what... Yeah. No, no, do not bet on what I bet on. Yeah, correct. <laughs> so the Colts got it. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully I get to put my money where Justin Herbert puts his. Which is or in the or field the of play. diet Justin Herbert J.K. Scott. Yep. No, not in the field of play. In the hands of his capable receivers who come Which, down in the field. I was of gonna play. say like I mean yes. I actually, uh, I mean Keenan has been back. Thank goodness. I don't know if we're getting Mike Woo. Williams back anytime Woo. soon, but well, I certainly hope so. Yeah, no, you can't. I hope we better win this game. Love a season sweep of the Raiders. So what I'm hearing is one of my friends is having receiver problems. Uh, Steven, would you care for one uh, lightly used Cole Beasley? Uh, no. Well, no, I, have, I would not. He tried. He retired. No. Lightly <laughs> used Cole Beasley. Wait, so he played one game for the Bucks and then retired? Yep. This He's bad boy can fit so now. much COVID in it. Uh, speaking of high-quality receivers, I think it's about time to talk about the game of the week. We've been talking... Oh man, episodes running a little long, but that's totally fine. That's uh, fine. Hey, we, we're making up for a few weeks of missed content. Yeah, but you all should just be lucky it's not six hours long. Yeah, not indeed. Yet. We could definitely keep talking. Oh yeah, I mean I could talk all dang day, but I'm I'm not going to. Pittsburgh, Atlanta, definitely. Uh, yeah, you know what? Maybe this should get a little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway, Miami traveling to San Francisco. How this is not flexed into a prime time slot, I will never know. Yeah. Yeah. I want this game to be great. Same. Like, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, Mike McDaniel's going back to face his old team. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that aspect of well, it. Me either. Yeah. That was the first thing I thought of, funny enough. Oh, wow. Well, all right. Hey, it's not a competition. I don't know. <laughs> I'm very interested to see what happens when the San Francisco 49ers run into a team that is, uh, well, I guess they did play the Chargers. I feel like people are really... No, I'm saying the Chargers are a good team. I was like, I am interested to see where this is going. Chargers are a good team. I feel like there are so many people who are like, oh my god, San Fran's defense is like absolutely the best defense we've ever seen in my life. And they played the Aints, who they shut out, and the Cardinals, who have not been good historically this past couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. And then they did play the Chargers. Chargers have a good offense. And, you know, like I much appreciate you gassing up my team like that, but I will say they barely beat a Chargers team that was, like, so injury-riddled. Like, we were losing people in the game. We were so, like, like, again, Swiss cheese defense by the end of it because we lost defensive linemen and linebackers left and right. We didn't have a full complement of receivers. You know, like, we should have lost that game by a lot, and they won by six. And Logan, I have to agree with you. Looking at their season, the pan- <laughs> no team on here inspires the confidence that like this is a high caliber offense, except for the Chiefs, who smashed them, <laughs> who hung <laughs> forty four points on them. Yeah, and the Falcons put up twenty eight. Yep. How the fuck have the Bears, Broncos, and Falcons beat them? Uh, Broncos I won by are. sheer luck and the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, <laughs> and the Bears won because of Monsoon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Monsoon. And the Falcons 
And the Falcons won because of uh, great concession stand prices. Keep it up, Mr. Blank. <laughs> what a weird Through the power of friendships. Through the power of friendship, and surprisingly not a... Like, not um. Oh, God, I, sorry, just backtracking here. I do think it's funny that Atlanta did put a Chick-fil-A in their stadium that's primarily used during football season. <laughs> like, wait yeah, a minute. Like, now, hold on. Excellent. Speaking of excellent... Uh, I think <laughs> Jalen Waddle and uh, Tyree Kill are going to absolutely destroy San Fran's defense. Yeah, this is not going to be funny. I think all of us need to apologize to Tua because we were I'm all. I'm sorry, Tua. It's been two o'clock for the last three months, and I didn't even see it coming. So I'm not Tua. apologizing <laughs> worth nothing. I was. He is a good quarterback. Wrong. I'm sorry, God. you almost died. I'm glad you came back. Yeah. I'm back, what, from the dead? Yeah. Like Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, my guys. Whoa. Oh, that's why the N is silent. <laughs> He's like, ah, uh, dad. Go back and play more football. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Pew, 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 pew. Touchdown. <laughs> nah, Tua has definitely looked good, like, as the season. Like, he's looking better and better as the season goes on. So, I'm, I'd say oh, yeah. that uh, the. I disagree. I'd, I would say that the 2020 draft class is, of QBs is looking pretty good so far. Steven, I could not agree with your assessment any less. He has not looked better as the season went on. There was a very noticeable dip. Like yeah. right in the middle there. <laughs> there was a very noticeable wobble in the middle of the season. I meant since he came back to play. Ever, ever, since, then, uh. ever since he was resurrected by McGruber. He's looked <laughs> top notch. Uh, although uh, I do yeah. think it's funny, like, they were definitely <laughs> they were putting some stuff. Out. I was like, look at how elite that Tua is against the Texans. I'm like, well, yeah, it's the fucking Texans, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, what do you want come on. from me? Like, you know, I think the more that, surprising part is that they bothered to pass during that game. Like, honestly, I mean, this is interesting. Too. I mean, this is a, another instance where, like, the Dolphins faced a good team in the Vikings, lost, and then they've played some pretty subpar competition from there. You know, Steelers. Yeah. Like Lions almost beat them, Bears almost beat them. Actually, should have if it wasn't for Pi. Did the Bengals almost yeah. beat them? Uh, the oh Bengals my. did beat them. Oh my! Yes. <laughs> funny, very funny. Uh, that was one of the games that Tua did not play, though. Ew. I think. Oh, I mean, well, he played for a little bit. Or was that the game he got? N- that was the down. one that. Uh, that was the one where he got hurt again. Gotcha. Neck injury. Yeah. Back injury, please. It's his back, actually. Yeah. The back of the neck. <laughs> his back was so concussed. <laughs> he, they held three fingers up to his back. He's like, how many fingers am I holding up? He goes, I don't know. They're like, man, he's not concussed. We're good. <laughs> but what happened? No, it was actually both. His, his brain rattled so hard in his skull, it went down into his back and then came back up. Oh, that's not... That's actually a big medical problem. How how does Tyreek Hill... like? How does Tyreek Hill only have four touchdowns on the season? Well, here's the thing. It's like a Mike Evans thing. Where it's like, they're throwing the football all over the field. And then once they get to the end zone, it's like, I have no idea who this man is. <laughs> it's like, Mike Jacecki. What? <laughs> I think part of it is that Tyreek's skill set happens when the defense gives him a thousand yards of separation just so Tyreek doesn't beat them deep. In the red zone, there isn't that much separation to give. And I think Tyreek's skill set is just not quite as built for that 
It's a lot easier to just throw it up to the big guy and let the big guy catch it and come down. Touchdown. Or you hand it to your running back and your your big, strong guys push him into the end zone <laughs> for a touchdown. It's tougher. Like, if, you, if you're on the five-yard line, you really only have 15 yards that you can separate from the defender, which sounds like a lot, but Tyreek's used to having, like, 25. I think the problem is, like, so the play happens. The, the center snaps the football. Sounds By like the problem. time the football gets to the QB, Tyreek Hill has already run so fast, so far, yeah. that he's just out the back of the end zone. I can see that. That probably sounds more right than what I said. Yeah. Ten people have receiving touchdowns on the Dolphins. Whoa. <laughs> You'll have to see it. Yeah, Tua's good about spreading the ball around. Man, it's Tua and then everyone else on the offense. Whoa. <laughs> it's like weird. It's almost like it's how it should be. When it you sounds have... like they're a good team. Yeah, we have in this mess. No, I Trent, don't. Sh- sh- <laughs> the Dolphins in this mess have receiving touchdowns by Trent Sherfield, uh, Alec Ingold, River Crocraft, and Durham Smythe. Wow, you're making that up. He's not. I, those are all real people who have played for the <laughs> Dolphins this season. I know them. Half, half of them sound like when. Uh, <laughs> What was that freaking meme of like, apparent like a, uh, there was a game back in like the old Nintendo where it was like a baseball game and they had to come up with names for the American Jish team. McDichels. Yeah, that's where Jish McDichels came from. Correct, that's why yeah. I called Josh McDaniels Jish McDichels because one of the names in that game was Jish McDichels. <laughs> it's like, how does that sound American? And then Josh McDaniels came around. It's like, oh, oh, oh yeah, maybe they were right. Um, yeah, but I would say I like how they've got that spread out. Meanwhile, on the 49ers side, Ayuk's well, like, got six touchdowns on his own, and the rest of the receivers don't have a whole lot. Debo's yeah. only got two. Jennings wow. with one. Ray Ray McLeod, the third, with one. That's it for the receivers. Does, does Kittle have, like, I realize Kittle's not a receiver. Kittle's got four. Whoa, I think that Whoa. ties his career high. I think you're right. <laughs> Way to go, George. Freaking Christian McCaffrey already has a touchdown. I'm sorry. Uh, his season high is six last year. Whoa. Oh Kittle God. really setting the world so, on fire. He's on track for that this year. Kittle has got he's got six weeks to match it. Yeah. Well, that tracks because he had, in 12 weeks, he got four. So projected, he's projected to have six. Whoa. Math. Whoa. By that... Same token, Christian McCaffrey, I think, is set to eclipse, uh, uh, shoot, uh, Wilson, the Jacob. Jets guy. Jeff Wilson. Zach, I think he's set to surpass, no, Zach Wilson for oh. passing touchdowns this year. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> because he already has one. Three more and he ties Zach Wilson. I like his chances. I do too. On the season, Christian McCaffrey has a perfect 158.3 quarterback rating. You'll love to see it. Excellent. He has a single attempt, one completion, 34-yard touchdown. Bada-bing, bada-boom. That's what they need in Carolina. <laughs> what, to attempt one pass? Yeah. I agree. I mean, to be fair, in 2018, he did exactly that. He had one pass for one completion for 50 yards and a touchdown. What Whoa. an animal! God, so on his career is one fifty eight point three. Uh, he's not. He 
There was a year where he threw two passes and did not complete either of them. So. If you no. put in all of the he's stats that give him a less passer rating, he's got a perfect one. M- McCaffrey's over <laughs> like McCaffrey's <laughs> lifetime career passing rating, uh, career passing stats: two for four, eighty-four yards, two touchdowns, giving him a one thirty-five point four. That's one thirty-five. So That's an, so pretty an good. average of half a touchdown and like twenty yards per attempt. And half a completion, though. That's I think that's what's dragging him down. I was like, it's it would be yeah. T- Throw the ball twice. Uh, for, forty-two yards per attempt, like per catch, or sorry, twenty-one per average. Yeah, you're right. Because so he's got four. a fifty. He's got a fifty percent completion rate and also a fifty percent touchdown rate. That is correct. Yep. Excellent. He has never completed his the intersection between his completions and his touchdowns in the last two years is a circle. I would just. I would just let him throw the football about 80 times. You'd get 40 touchdowns, guaranteed. That's true. No doubt. 40 of 80, 40 touchdowns, and uh, 1,600 yards. Those sound like some stats. (laughs) Sounds better than Justin Fields. Probably sounds better than Jimmy G, if I'm being honest. (laughs) I I also think it's funny here that uh, going into this season, there was a lot of hype around Elijah Mitchell getting oh, yeah. healthy again for San Fran. And then freaking Jeff Wilson is just like, yeah, Mitchell's hurt. Uh, we'll bring in this like 28-year-old running back who's been in the league for like six years and never really done anything super impressive. And we're just going to, you know, absolutely powderize teams with Jeff Wilson. <laughs> and then the Niners are like, eh, we got Christian McCaffrey. We don't need Jeff Wilson anymore. So then he goes to the guy who used to be San Fran's offensive coordinator slash run game coordinator, and they're like, hey, Kyle, that was a good idea. We're going to do the exact same thing. And now Jeff Wilson has gotten... I'm looking up his stats. Good. Just in his time in Miami, he has 200 yards and two touchdowns in three games. And and with Raheem Mostert going down, he's the lead guy. Yep. Yep. Wait, hold on. I... I'm Tyler. I haven't kept up on the news. Fucking mm-hmm. what? So we've got two great Arby's, and that's a problem? That is correct. Uh, for which team? I'm sorry. For You're gonna have San to be more Fran, specific. Where it's like, well, we got CMC. We don't need another dynamite Arby. Well, I think the problem was that they had another, like, the they, the 49ers had Elijah Mitchell, too. Yep. Still have Elijah Mitchell. He's just hurt again. So they got oh, yes. Yeah, so, so they ha- they would have had, so... If Wilson had stayed, it would have been a running back trio of Mitchell, um, it McCaffrey, be, and Wilson. Huh? Hear me out. You're the San Francisco 49ers. Your guys are going to catch lava, or they're going to get injured. Something's going to... You need more. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I personally think their avenue to success is every single play, you run out of a full house set. You've yeah. got the person receiving the snap... To his left is another is uh, uh I'll say a running back. To his right is a running back, and behind him is another running back. Uh, only it's not a running back; it's Debo Samuel. I think their <laughs> avenue to success would have been you direct snap it to McCaffrey. You've got Jeff Wilson on one side, Elijah Mitchell on the other, and Debo Samuel also somewhere in the backfield. And McCaffrey holding the football. And, and then George yeah. Kittle blocking for you on the side with Brandon Ayuk going deep. That's the game plan right there. And and then. Oh, sorry. One last facet of that plan. Garoppolo's on the sideline giving him the smolder. You'll love to see it. He's just deadpanning the camera with that sultry gaze in his eye. <laughs> that Italian I'm jaw. I'm all about line. it. <laughs> Man, 
if they had if if they employed that offensive game plan, I don't think there would be a single drive in this game that didn't result in points or maybe a turnover or orgasms. I'm just thinking of the freaking definitely pregnancy. I, I'm God. just thinking of the freaking <laughs> the, the handsome squitter thing. <laughs> just, the camera can't look away. It's just too pretty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the 49ers <laughs> scored 28 points. What? <laughs> you haven't seen any of it. You saw a little bit of it. You saw a flash of a guy's jersey when he crossed between the camera and Jimmy Garoppolo. That's it. One of the few football things I saw while I was gone was uh, them introducing, like, showing Jimmy G in his pink suit walking into the game and then Colt McCoy next. And they were like, this is a crime. This is, they didn't have to do Colt McCoy like this. I I think my favorite response to that was, was like, oh, come on now. We all know that. Like we all know, Colt McCoy is absolutely gonna steal, uh, like Jimmy G's girlfriend by showing her the true meaning of Christmas. That is true, yeah. Like, it was like, yeah, Jimmy G looking like some business dude, and like Colt McCoy looking like the small town. <laughs> like, yeah. he helps out at the, he helps out on the farm. Good old Colt. Good old Colt. God. Good there you go. Colt. You got there. Thanks. Good job. I'm happy. I'm excited for this game. I hope this will be a good game. I hope this game will have offense. I hope it has defense. I even hope there's some special teams in there. I hope there's no referees. I couldn't agree more. I hope this is an adequate game for the football. Yeah. Well said. Uh, but what, But who will come out in, on top in this football game? Let's Me. discuss. Uh, so, like Miami traveled to San Francisco. Miami, a three and a half point underdog going into this. Uh-huh. Over under on this is forty six and a half, and allegedly it's going to be a balmy fifty four degrees in Santa Clara. That's unreal. That's warmer than it is in the summer in Santa Clara. Uh, with all that said, I think I think we're going to see very much a Gruden facing his old team situation. Give me the Dolphins, uh, Graham. Give me the Dolphins as well. This is going to be uh, not close. Logan. I really want the Dolphins to win, and that is why I'm picking the Dolphins to win. Alrighty. <laughs> and then uh, Tyler. Solid logic. You know what they say, defense wins championships. Uh, the San Fran, obviously the most lockdown defense we've seen in perhaps a generation. Give me the Niners, baby! Alrighty, thank you very much. Alright, now looking at locks on here, a couple of good ones. Uh, I would be remiss, though, not to pick the Seahawks uh, beating the Rams in this game. So I'm going to do that. Graham. Good pick. Good choice. You know, that sounds pretty solid, but I'm going to have to go with uh, Buffalo. Mmm, that's a good one. Over the Pats. Alrighty, Logan. Not a lot of uh, great games left to pick, are there? (laughs) (laughs) Not many. No, not really. Boy, howdy. What do you mean, Indy Dallas? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, Jimmy Dallas. Of course, <laughs> man, great, great, uh, great uh, suggestion there, Ty. You really <laughs> stole the game from yourself. <laughs> really did. Oh boy, I guess I got to pick a lock now. Uh, you know what? We we knew it this whole time. The Broncos—they've looked like a good team. I think they're frauds. Give me Baltimore. Couldn't have said it by myself, but nice. Now, who is your upset, though? Uh, me. No, you know what? Logan will be upset on Monday after the New Orleans Saints beat the Buccaneers. Ah. 
but that's not an upset. The you know they've got points, so give me. Uh, what? 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 Did someone say something? Sorry, you I said uh, what? I, I saw something wrong. My bad. Uh, okay, I misread. Uh, you know, what? given the New York Football Giants, they've only got like a two point difference allegedly, and you know Vegas always knows what's up. Give me, uh, uh, give me Danny Dimes. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Washington being favorites on the road going to the Giants. <laughs> yeah, uh, you love to see it. It's a good, it's a good pick, Logan. New Orleans. <laughs> that was fast. What? New Orleans oh, is a four point Hello. underdog. Thank yeah. you. Okay. That's that's what I said. What? Graham. Uh, that would be uh the Steelers. Hmm. Damn, you took mine. <laughs> yeah, that was a good pick. That was a very good pick. I'm like, ah. Oh. This just hurts. What do you um, mean? It's right there. Sunday night football, baby. No. <laughs> Good like, joke, Ty. It's like, it's like <laughs> full of no. Hey, not hey. doing that. Thanks. Uh, you know what? Alright, ride the lightning. Mike motherfucking white all the way, baby. Give me the Jets. Woo. Whoa. Oh, boy. What oh, fascinating. A, what a slate of games. Like, Dolphins, Seahawks, and Jets. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Man, I might, uh, I'm feeling like I might make some ground up on the game picks. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Is that what I we're calling him now? Oh, uh, no, just, no, the game, he, the standings in game, in just oh, our regular I game see. picks. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm going to be fucked. No, oh, what are you boy. talking about? What? I mean, Logan is on a hot streak. He did get three oh, yeah. the last time. I am fresh, I am fresh three weeks removed from a clean sweep. As am I. Yeah, well, you know. It doesn't have to be about you, Steven. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no one's keeping track. No one's keeping track. Uh, but how will you fare in the bias picks? Because, uh, coming for you. <laughs> Very uh, well. Right on your terrible. You have quite the uphill journey there, Steven. Uh, let's see if I can make up some points. <laughs> Starting with Buffalo at the Patriots. Since we've been on our break, Stefan Diggs has been targeted 36 times for an average of 12 per game. During that same time, no Patriots player has been targeted more than six times per game. <laughs> You're laughing. Wow. What did I miss? <laughs> no, I, or, that's a funny yeah. statistic to me. Okay. I was, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm jumpy because they like to mess with the spreadsheet. I'm like, what did I miss? What did I say? No. Uh, but anyway, how many Patriot players will it take to accumulate as many or more targets in this game as Stefan Diggs? Over, under, of two. I will say more than two. Uh, Graham. I will also say exactly two. Weird way to phrase that. Logan. Also, okay. Also <laughs> for the first time today. Also for the first time. <laughs> I'm with Steven. I think it's going to be over. I think they're going to target Stefan Diggs early, often, and, uh, and late. go Williams. Woo! Uh, and t- and Tyler did pick exactly two. Oh, fuck. He hasn't picked yet. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Tyler, what do you uh, say? I'm going with exactly two. Ah, that's I, good feel pick. Like, oh, wow. I feel like two is a good number. Two also. Yeah, so, good pick. Sorry, I, I had a I had like a Raven Simone like flash forward. I'm like, oh, he's clearly gonna yeah. pick two. So. As did I. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? It's been two o'clock for a while now. Two is a good number. It's trending high. That's, that's true. <laughs> Alright. It's a bull Moving market on. on two recently. <laughs> Speaking of two, our second game, Jets at Minnesota. Uh Magic Mike motherfucking white lightning, y'all. 
Wow. Forgot with the iron mic. Anyway, uh, the man has thrown for an average of three touchdowns per game this season. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, he Kirk- has. <laughs> per game, <laughs> per one game. While Kirko Chains is also coming off his first 3D, like 3D, dang it, three touchdown game of the season. Oh, How we many- didn't even mess that up on the spreadsheet. Nope, no. that was just me. That was a Steven original. <laughs> That's for free, folks. How many passing touchdowns will these QBs throw for in this game over under a four? Graham, what do you say? Um, Exactly four. All righty. Logan. I'm taking the under. I'm smelling some regression, at least from Kirko Chains. <laughs> All right. Ty- <laughs> Tyler, what do you pick? Uh, Passing touchdowns? Really? Give me the over. Give me the over. Passing touchdowns. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Give me the over. Football, it's a game of passing. You use the that, hand to throw the football. That is true these days. Uh, moving on to Denver some, at some Baltimore. Good lord. During our break, the Ravens have scored an average of 20.7 points per game and allowed only 14.7. Uh, meanwhile, Denver has scored 12 points per game and allowed 20.7. Wow, that's strangely accurate. Which yeah, team boom. will get closer to the score allowed by the opposing defense? So Denver closing closer to 15, Baltimore closer to 21, or a tie? So, hold on, so which team will get closer to the score allowed by the... This is yeah. very oddly so Denver's, phrased. Denver al- has allowed an average of 20.7 points. I'm rounding that to 21. Okay. The Ravens have scored an average of about 21 points. So right. theoretically, Baltimore should get pretty close to 21. Denver has scored 12, but the Ravens are allowing 15. Oh, So I'm I putting get... Denver closer to 15 points scored or the Ravens closer to 21 points scored. In theory, the numbers for the defense and the opposing offense are pretty close for each team. Yeah, I was, I was just trying to, like, so are we focusing on, like, how close the like the like their score will be to that or not? So, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, I get it. So, Logan, go ahead. I think Baltimore is probably going to get closer to 21, and Denver's probably going to score, like, six. Hmm. Tyler, what do you say? I think... I'm, I'm feeling spicy. Logan said the Broncos are going to score six. He, uh, he, he's got dyscalculia. The six, it looks like a zero that <laughs> failed in life. They're going to get zero points. Denver's not going to score. Ah. Uh, therefore, Whoa. Baltimore will be closer. So spicy pick. Whoa. That is spicy. So. That's so spicy. I'm even going to give it to you if, like, Baltimore scores three, Denver scores zero. Whoa. Denver's still technically closer to 15, but I'm still giving you the spice. Predicting a shutout Dad. is not an e- a trivially easy task. Alternatively, the <laughs> Baltimore could score, like, 37 yeah. and would thus be See, farther off. Th- that That's why I was thinking, that like, true. does it also have to be, <laughs> like, Baltimore? No. This, so this is... This is not Price's right rules. Like, if one team goes way over and one team goes way under, it's still just whoever is straight up closest. Oh, no, because I was going to say, like, well, like, I was going to say that because Baltimore is going to score, like, I don't know, 45 in this game, Denver's probably going to end up being closer yeah. to 15, so I'm going to go with Denver closer to that. <laughs> All right. 45. Wow. Denver's defense has only allowed more than 30 points once 
And you think they're going to jump straight to 45? Yes. That is fascinating. And I it'll mean, be the Baltimore Ravens. Thank goodness I didn't yeah. drop my spicy pick on that, because I'm not saying that as factual. <laughs> Ew. Uh, but, Graham, what do you think? Tie. Yes? It's a tie. I like it. Yakasha. Hello? What? <laughs> Yakasha. And moving on to the commies facing the Giants. In the past three weeks, Washington's defense has allowed opponents to rush for 21, 94, and 167 yards for an average of 94. Whoa! Love that. That's awesome. (laughs) I love that. While the Giants have rushed for 191, 89, and 90 for an average of 123.3, how many yards will the Giants rush for in this game? Under 94, 95 to 123, or over 124? Uh, Tyler, what do you think? I'm liking the union. Give me the overlap. Give me somewhere between 95 and 123. That's a safe middle-of-the-road bet. I appreciate it. I'm a stats um, guy. It's it's statistically... No, you're not. You're Tyler. I'm Ty. I've got a feeling that the stats are going to back up my gut feeling. You know, I'm going to say they rush for over 124. Well, and I'm sorry. Can we, clar- can we clarify it's like... Equal the to Giants, or over, yeah. Yeah. equal over or equal. Right, so it's a yeah, one twenty-four. Because <laughs> that would suck if it's exactly one twenty-four. I'm like, damn, then no one gets the pick. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, Graham, what do you think? Uh, I'll take ninety-five to one twenty-three. Excellent. Right. Let the stats flow through you. And Logan, see, <laughs> I like that idea, except that I think you're all wrong. I'm taking under or equals ninety-four rushing yards. I mean. It, I mean, that's statistically more ac- like They've done that two out of three times, so... Bada-bing! Bada-boom! Look at the mean. The mode is useless. So is the median. I like average. Uh, moving on to Tennessee at Philly. In the past three games, the Titan games have re- had zero, one, and two total turnovers by both teams. While the Eagles have had e- have games with either six... Or three, man, I'm all over the board today. Three. That's fine. No, you got it. Yeah, I mean, I just said it backwards. Sorry. With either three or six total turnovers, how many times will the ball be turned over, not on downs, in this game? So zero or five, one or four, two or three, or six plus. <laughs> this is fascinating. I like this one. I really like wow. the way this you, pick turned out. You have got to like snipe that. No, you don't. You get two shots at it. <laughs> you ha- you have your or an infinite number of like, shots. You do have an infinite number of shots. I, just, I love that. It, I I love that it's zero or five. So it's like yeah, I'm either yeah. banking like it's, if you pick, it's that. going to turn into the twenty twenty election where it's like don't count the votes. Don't wait. What count all the votes? <laughs> count the votes. Stop the count. You either like if you pick zero or five, you're banking on them either like not getting a turnover, or as soon as the first turnover happens, you're yeah. like, get, get going, like, go. Grease go. the football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, with that said, I'm going to say, I'm going to say two or three. Wow, baby. Yep. Graham? Zero or five. There we go. Wow, too risky. <laughs> <laughs> Logan? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to do what I typically dislike in fantasy. I'm going to take the turn at two or three. Wow. Tyler, I'll, like, given your responses to ours, I'm sure I know where you're going, but let's Too hear radical. It. Right? No, one or four. It's there either going to stop at one or we're just going to keep going to four. Oh, Lord. Moving on to Jacksonville at Detroit. During our break, each of these teams have allowed 407.3 yards per game. Dang, stats are lining up today. 
Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Jacksonville has the slight edge in yards gained in that time, 350 to 325. Which of these teams will put up more yards on offense in this game? Graham. I, I, Detroit. <laughs> Let's stop there for a second. Did Graham turn into a robot? Yeah. <laughs> Logan? I'm torn. I think Jacksonville's going to do well in this game, so I have to figure out if they're going to do so well that Detroit needs to catch up, or if they do so well that Detroit just kind of folds. But I want to take Jacksonville, so I'm taking Jacksonville. Alrighty. Tyler? Uh, Jacksonville, they're going to erect the brick wall, and then they're going to have some time left over to just heave the football. <laughs> Give me Jacksonville. Hmm. I'm going to go... We're call back. For the sake of my fantasy team not indigo league but the other one uh give me detroit because i need some big numbers uh moving on to cleveland at houston this game has literally no headlines worth speaking about something that is also not usually worth talking about in these games punters sorry pat uh which punter will best demonstrate their unremarkability in this game by punting fewer balls into their opponent's 20 yard line uh can i have a clarifying question on this uh-huh uh yep touchbacks i'm guessing we're just counting all touchbacks as like touchbacks are in the 20 uh, so like i get that no 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 no. they're outside the 20 in my opinion i agree they're i think you the want to pin I'm them between at... like yeah not in the end zone basically so from the 20 yard line to the start of the end zone. let's let's go from the one yard line to the 19 yard line i love Perfect. that graham what i from how about no 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 i got this it's 20 yard line to the end zone exclusively so you could be at the 19.99 yard line. That counts. That's unremark. That is remarkable. Right. So 20.00 repeating zeros, unremarkable. Okay. So it's like so we're ca- so it's which team will punt like basically not pin their people in the 20 yard line. Right. It's also not uh percentage wise. It's just numbers. Yeah, just Oh my god. Logan, how about you lead us off? Show us how this goes. <laughs> I'm taking Cleveland. Got it. Tyler? So I'm glad the joke for this is Tyler already made his picks before I had to do it. Thank God for this one. They took Houston. I'm going Houston. Give me a tie. Give me Houston. Alrighty. Moving on to Green Bay at Chicago. No one on either of these teams has more than six solo tackles per game this season. Which of these teams will have a player with at least six solo tackles in this game? Green Bay only, Chicago only, both or neither. Um... Tyler, you pick. Uh, I'm a gut-feeling guy, and once again, the stats line up with my gut-feeling. Give me neither. Poor solo tackling performance. Um, go with my gut here. Chicago only. Excellent. Graham. Chicago only. Wow, I thought it'd be alone. Idiots. Logan. I think not only is Green Bay gonna do it, (gasps) Green Bay is gonna have at least two guys above six, and I also think Chicago won't have anyone above three. Four. Ooh, wow. Coward, you had three on the mouth, but you took a bath. I did. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking three or less, but I'm like... Uh, I'm going with four. The Bears won't have anyone above four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Moving on to Pittsburgh at Atlanta. In the past three games, Atlanta has run the ball for 5.2 yards per attempt, fourth most in that span, while Pittsburgh's defense has allowed only 3.1 yards per rush attempt, fourth fewest. How many yards will Atlanta rush for per rush attempt in this game, over under a four? I'm going to say 
that not only will Atlanta go for over four yards per rush, they will go for six, like over six yards per rush. Whoa! It's more than their average. He's flying in the face of the stats. That was actually going to be my spicy pick. Great job, Steven. <laughs> I didn't want to wait till the uh, end. You did a wonderful job. Uh, Thank you. I'm sure I'll be I'm wrong. I'm sure I'll be wrong. Uh, let's go with... I'll be right. Hey, Graham, I will allow you to piggyback off of his spice and then make another spicy pick later. Ooh. Hey. Wow. <laughs> We're going to throw some cardamom in this spice. Wait, what? wait, hold on. <laughs> now, hold on. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll override Steven's veto. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> like, wait, then do we want to allow Steven to also make another spicy pick because he's sharing with Graham? Like, wait, hold on. That's I'll bullshit. I'll say yes. Like, yeah, I'll say yes. Hold on. I will only allow it if they both agree to it. I agree to it. Steven has, Steven has to allow Graham to piggyback off of his spicy pick, and in return... Graham gets his own spicy pick in addition to this one, and Steven gets another spicy pick if he wants. I'm fine with this. If you can both come to that compromise, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. All right, bada bing. Bada bing, bada bing. That's just fine. So, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Logan, what do you think? I'm taking exactly four yards per row. All right. (laughs) And Tyler? I'm going with a number so far over four rush yards per attempt that it will be unremarkable. Give me over four. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to Miami at San Francisco. In their past three games, Miami has sacked opposing QBs 3.3 times per game while seeing their own QB hit the dirt twice per game. In San Fran's last three games, they've gone to the opposing QB 2.3 times per game while their own QB has gone down nice. Uh, less than once per game. Which team will sack the opposing QB more times in this game? Uh, Graham, what's your pick? Uh, I will say that Miami will sack uh, San Francisco three times more than San Francisco will sack Miami. If Whoa. that is spicy uh, enough. Is that, is that plus three or is that times three? You said times three. Yeah, I think that's allowed. Oh, so, Jesus. You said Miami three times more than San Francisco? That is correct. I think that's spicy enough. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but sure, I'll allow it. I, mean, I think it. you're wrong, but I think that's the purpose of the spice pick. That is. To be wrong, yes. What? It's only hit a few times. So the reason of this podcast is so we can all be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Again, much like every sports show out there. Logan, go. Give me San Fran. No, wait, what am I doing? I picked Miami to win. Give me Miami. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler? I like Logan's logic. San Fran. Yeah. Give me... Uh, you know what? Tie. I knew Steven was going yes. for the tie. Hello? Well done. Oh, the clean sweep! Thank the clean you. sweep. Including the spice. <laughs> we got one like, in each I, spot. You know what? I'll, do it, I'll do it in this game. It's fine. <laughs> Moving on to Seattle at the Rams. Between John Wolford, Bryce Perkins, and a possibly concussed Matt Stafford, and the name which shall not be uttered in front of the Hornsteins, there's not a QB in this game that Logan trusts. (laughs) (laughs) Which team's QB or QBs will prove their untrustworthiness by throwing more incompletions in this game? Uh, Logan, what are you thinking? Here's my rationale. 
I don't like Geno Smith. I'm taking the Seattle. All Boom. right. Uh, Tyler. Okay. Hear me out. They put in Tua. Hear me out. When he was concussed, hear me out. Matt Stafford. Rams. What? <laughs> what? You lost me. He's basically saying that Matt Stafford's going to get in there and be s- still hurt, so he's going to throw way more in Fascinating. Correct. Rams. Um, I will say that not only are the Rams going to Jesus. Uh, throw more incompletions, I say they throw like uh, one and a half times more incompletions than Geno does. Wow, so 10 incompletions turn into 15. Yeah. Yes. Or like 50 turn into 75. I'm going to say wow. yes. I'm good with that so long as it's strictly more than. Yes, I'm fine with <laughs> oh, yeah, this no, as well. No. Oh, sorry, yeah, not exactly one and a half. I'll say more than one and a half. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, that sounds a little bit better to me. I'll allow it because Graham kind of stole yours earlier, so I'll let you have that one. <laughs> <laughs> so it took the wind out of your sails there. Let me give you a little more wind. Uh, I will say the Rams as well. All righty. Moving on to KC at Cincinnati. Now here are some QBs that Logan can trust. During our break, Mahomes has thrown for about 324 yards per game, while Burrow has an also respectable 278. How many total passing yards will we see get? Like, will we get in this one? Over under 550. Uh, Tyler, what are you thinking? I'm going with more because I think they got the stats wrong. Patty Mahomes has thrown for 200, 324 yards per quarter per game. Whoa, I wow. missed that. That's incredible. Yeah. Give me the over. I think Justin Fields throws for about 324 per quarter, but it's like fiscal quarters, which is one quarter of one year. (laughs) Uh, I'm also taking the over on this one. Graham. I will be taking the under. Whoa. Ooh. Logan. Does that count as a spicy pick? No. I'm going with Graham. Give (laughs) me the under. I think it'll be under 450, but I don't have another spicy pick, and I don't have anyone to make a deal with. Hey, want to make a deal? <laughs> no, not really. I'm running out of games. All right. Moving on to Chargers at Raiders. Each of these teams are coming off a game with some late game heroics. Between the Chargers' 62 game winning or yard game winning drive near the end of regulation, sweet, and Vegas's 86 yard drive to end overtime, damn it, there were a total of 34 points scored after the third quarter across those two games. How many fourth quarter points will we see in this one? Over under 17? Whoa, whoa. Uh, absolutely. No question. Over 17 points. Put, like, stamp that one. It's going to happen. Graham. Give me the tie. I will take 17 exactly. Alrighty. Logan. I wanted to take the tie, too. Graham, you can't keep me away from it. I'm taking the tie. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) And Tyler. I would like to point out this is biased, because if the game goes into overtime, we're only looking at fourth quarter points. I don't like that. Oh, okay. This sh- I uh, like it uh, so okay. little, I'm taking the under. Okay. Do we want to change this <laughs> to just points after the third quarter? No, because that's uh, not fair to the people who've picked already. Oh. Uh, uh, all right. I'm fine with just fourth quarter points. All right. Yeah, we'll keep it to the fourth quarter. I will say, the last fine. time these teams faced each other, there was an overtime. There that's was. true. Maybe there won't be this time. <laughs> Who am I kidding? They're going to OT. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Moving on to uh, Sunday Night Football, the game that everyone's waiting for, Indy at Dallas. 
God. Uh, dang, Matt Ryan was on such a hot streak. He posted four consecutive starts without putting the ball on the ground, only to do it twice against Pittsburgh. During our break, the Cowboys have forced an average of two fumbles per game. How many times will Indy fumble, but not necessarily lose, in this game? Over under of two. Graham? Way over two. Way over two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Logan? I'm saying that both of these teams' statistical footprints cancel each other out. I'm going to under two. Wow. You'll Tyler? Uh, I'm saying they're going to be serving a lot of popcorn in Dallas. Give me over on two. More fumbles. Hmm. I say Cowboys keep the average. Give me two. All right. Also, I love that it's like you're digging on Matt Ryan, but this is against the whole team. <laughs> yeah, well, but Matt Ryan himself has averaged two per game. Well, he had two oh, in the two last game. Two per game over one game. <laughs> over one game, yes. Um, and finally, Monday Night Football. <laughs> no at TV. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they're saying. New Orleans at Tampa Bay. What a reversal of game plan. The Bucks' last three games have seen an average of 28 rush attempts per game significantly above their season-long average of 22.5. The opposite has been true of the Aints, whose 20.3 attempts since our break is well below their season-long average of 25. Which team's number of rush attempts in this game will be farther from their season-long average? So, got Tampa farther from 22.5, New Orleans farther from 25, or a tie? Uh, Logan? The last time these two teams faced off on Monday night, the I don't know if you all remember this. The Buccaneers set the record for fewest number of rush attempts ever attempted in a game at four. Might have been three. It was either three or four. I thought it was five. No, I thought the previous record was five. Or maybe the previous record was seven and the Bucks ran for five. Uh, TLDR, the Bucks are going to be farther from 22 and a half. Okay. They might right, hit Tyler. six. I couldn't agree more with Logan. Uh, so unless the Saints run for like... 50. The Bucks are going to be further. Give me the Bucks. Uh, I'll take the Aints. They're going to forget. Uh, Steven, I wasn't done. They're going to forget what running is. <laughs> oh, Mike Evans is going to have like nine <laughs> passing touchdowns. It's going to be a Christmas miracle. Sorry about that. Uh, all right, my turn. I'll take I'll take the Aints in this one. And Graham. Well, Alvin Kamara has been shitting all over my chest this whole fantasy season. So New Lucky Orleans you. farther from 25. Son of a bitch. Graham, did you say you were taking New Orleans farther from 25? That is correct. Okay. Thank you. As in, you cut out a little bit. As in, they run more than twenty-five. Do you think? Oh no! No, way he's saying fewer. No, they haven't. No, yeah, they haven't been running. Oh, much by him, shitting so. on your chest, you meant that as a bad. Thing. Yes, correct. Yes, yeah, I Got did. It. Yes. Okay. Uh this is uh this has been a long podcast. I think this is getting closest close to the longest podcast we've ever recorded. Longest yeah, one I've recorded. Yeah, love to so, see it. So let's wrap it I'm up. I'm glad we're back. Hey, that at has been football. another. Yep. Yeah. Me too. And uh, we'll be back. Next week with another thrilling episode. I think I'll still be here for that one. Yeah, I will. Woo! Woo! Otherwise, I'd have, to, uh, I'd have to complete my set of replacing everybody on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, you're. I mean, you probably will. You'll in a get the weeks, chance to do lie. it. Um, but we'll be back next time with more discussion, probably more ridiculousness. But until then, oh. bye everybody. Be well. Bye-bye. Bye bye. I'm Tyler.